including his Durango, we was all good to go. We was looking nervous in his car service. What are we gonna do? No, 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 no. What in the fuck are you singing? Um, the one and only Shani Christie. Thank you. Podcast cancel. Chris, run me my money. I have nothing else to offer this week. I need my check. Oh, well, you can go and you can take your soap. Towels, dirty drawers, nut rags, potato chips, cause I'm going to the laundromat. First of all, I ain't got no motherfucking nut rags hanging around my house. Speak for yourself. What is which? What is this? Flop bitch Friday? No one informed me. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you mocking me now? You mocking me? Hello? Are you there? (laughs) Goodbye. You're a lying, cheating, son of a... Listen, the only reason why I know the lyrics to that fucking song is it was on the mixtape that I brought from the flea market back in the day. I refuse. So you paid for a Nivea song is what you said. Not on purpose. I was trying to get some squad up songs and I don't know it magically got on that mixtape or whatever. I would never in my life be able to say I logged my ass on LimeWire, typed in Nivea name, oh laundry mat, click it, download it, and brought it up in Windows Media Player, and then burnt it to a CD. That's not how real niggas like me move. I'm sorry. My breakup <sighs> music wave is much much more better. At least at that time it was. It was all about that. Sometimes I run. Sometimes. Sometimes I hide. Sometimes I'm scared of you, but all I really want is to hold you tight. I'm using spirit fingers right now, too, by the way. Treat you right, be with you day and night. Baby, all I need is time. End scene. That is a classic. You can walk into the Gap, Air Apostle, Starbucks, wherever, and hear that playing. Who the fuck playing Nivea in 2015? Um, City Trends, City Gear, Jimmy Jazz, Foot Locker. Foot Locker where? Greenbrier Mall? You right. The underground in Atlanta? You right. The Foot Locker on the north side of Jacksonville? You are absolutely right. Nowhere. You know what? I'm not going to sit here and listen to your lies. Okay? But what I will commend you on is being the only open Nivea fan that I know like please go make yourself a Wikipedia page and add that to your list of accomplishments on LinkedIn because hand clap for you that's fine I will gladly do that while you're over here praising these white she devils (laughs) listen you're not gonna shake baby all I need is time (laughs) that's what it's about I'm a genie in a bottle baby no you're a fat Mexican hi cousins (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Neck of the Woods. I am your player partner, Britney Spears. Well, I'm your homeboy, Sir Ratchetness. I don't know about that Britney Spears shit. You know what, bitch? This ain't about you, Jessica Simpson. Christina Aguilera. You know I keep that white girl, Christina Aguilera. My dress too loud, baby girl. I can't hear ya. That was my song when I had a sidekick. It was definitely my ringtone. That was my song on my sidekick, too. Twins. And I used to have um <laughs> this the other song by the dude in the group, Blood Raw. He had that Louie, Louie, Louie 
something, something. I keep it in my Louis bag. My Louis bag, yes. my Louis bag. Louis, Louis, Louis. See, that was like the golden days of crunk when I was just coming into the money. And I had brought my first real Louis Vuitton purse. Bitch Uh-oh. asked about me. I said real. That was my first Louis purse. It was the first real, real one I had. <laughs> Bitch, I'm an open book. I have nothing to hide. But, um, so yeah, <laughs> that was my little ringtone you suck me back louis 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 well while we're having I a flat friday i miss that whole little era of music like i really enjoyed my life this is like back when i was going to the club wearing kitten heels and gotchos and baby fat heels and carrying fetish purses being a bad bitch and still snatching all y'all niggas it is what it is Baby Fat had bomb ass jewelry back then. They did. Let me tell you, I had the same chandelier cat earrings as the girl in the um the little bit video for Fifty Cent. I was like, yes, I like those. You a bad I am bitch. going to get those. I was a bad bitch. You better ask about me. I was a walking Trina song. Okay. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> I hate when irrelevant people Google me. What's gonna come up? <laughs> Bitch, your Twitter page? Oh, okay. <laughs> your Instagram? Okay. Facebook? Got you. <laughs> Maybe LinkedIn. a LinkedIn. <laughs> I see you. <sighs> that was a good time to go to the club, though. I used to be in there hitting all the latest and greatest dances. You know I got that swag. 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 <laughs> Matches my bag. Hey. I'm swag. I'm serving. I'm like this detergent. <laughs> I miss going to the club doing that bullshit. I had a good old time. Did you miss Me the crank that stage? You know what? No, I hated it. Like, <laughs> I couldn't get into it at all. You. No, no. You niggas need to stop. As I remember being in the club just like getting trampled over by people doing that messy. Now I was out there still dancing. I was doing the Kang Wang representing for Kaya. Still so clean. Ow, ow. Getting kick heels, clogs, mules. No, I wasn't wearing no clogs, no mules. But, you know, I may have had a pair of Reeboks with the heel out. I know it is what it hey, is. Hey, stylish. With my jeans skirt. Ow. <laughs> my John Deere trucker hat on, Von Dutch or whoever. Ow, ow. I miss wearing those fashions. That's what the fuck I'm going to wear for Halloween this year. <laughs> Bitch, what are you? 2009, 2008? <laughs> you got to have sideburns to match. Yes. I was a new money nigga. Like, Crunk was really breaking in those coins. Ask about me. All on Karma Loop every week. <laughs> <laughs> Buying the latest and greatest in basic bitch fashions. Yes. <laughs> All over print hoodies and everything else. But yes, I miss that little time. But once, like, the kids that I used to babysit started coming to the club, I was like, it's time for a change. I got to That's it how up. I feel. I couldn't do it no more. But how the hell Did have I? you been doing? You. Been good. <laughs> okay, we can let that go. I've been good. <laughs> Oh. You know me, getting to the money, getting to the dick. Same. Ain't nothing to change over here. 
I live a very easy life. <laughs> you better work, easy breezy, beautiful trap bitch. <laughs> I'm here for it. I learn from the best. I mean, hello. Listen, I've been off the scene. People been emailing me, you know, checking in, making sure I'm good. I am. All I got to say is, what a time. Be alive. <laughs> Drinking lean. They thought I died. No, it's like I got sick out of nowhere, my nigga, and I had to, you know, take a bunch of medicine. I felt like I was doped up on the same shit that killed Michael Jackson. Oh my god. For a week. I was like, oh my God, no. This ain't for me. When I'm finally out of my fog, I'm telling you, I could barely do anything. I could barely drive. I could I, it was all bad. Mm, but I'm feeling good feeling great you better quit shading me and Gloria Gavon I hear all this good pussy driving people crazy listen it's not my fault your man over here you need to get with him (laughs) let me stop ain't nobody over here other than Matthew knows we gonna talk about him in a second but yeah shouts out to everybody that sent me an email a tweet or whatever like I, I definitely appreciate it but your girl was out the game I don't see how you niggas that got herpes and whatever else you got to just flare up. How y'all just randomly go through life and just, you know, fight through the pain and the agony. Shout they out to used y'all. to it. Tolerance is key. I ain't got none. At the rightful age of 30, like, if I feel a fever coming on, I need three days to myself. <laughs> Off the scene. But yeah, other than... Oh, go ahead. No, you fine. Go ahead. It ain't important. Go ahead. Go ahead. We just coming off of 1017. How did you celebrate the day of Gucci? Well, I took off of work for one. That's right. And then I listened to all my favorite Gucci songs. I had a top 50 playlist I had made in iTunes. And then my mama (laughs) just rolled out. Because, you know, that's my mama's favorite rapper, too. So we just rolled out. Oh, my goodness. And it was hella hot outside. We had the top down. Oh. We didn't have no hoes to throw out the car or nothing like that. So, you know. Close enough. Close enough. Listen, Gucci is paying for our sins right now. That's why he's locked up. He's our Lord and trap savior. Did you read that letter he wrote to us disciples? No. What did the walk have to to say? Hold on. I'm going to pull it up right now. Tell your hoes stop calling your phone. That was my my passcode. (laughs) Me trying to open the damn... (laughs) Try to get to the letter. I don't got no hoes. Mm-hmm. He said, don't put me out there. Dear fans, if someone asked me to describe who I am, I would simply say I am the man. I am a man that makes mistakes. I am a man that takes pride in getting back up anytime I fall. I am not the typical entertainer. I made a profession out of writing and recording music, but I am not. I am more than a rapper. The difference between me and the average entertainer is they dream of signing to a major label so they can have a giant machine push them and propel them to stardom. But I don't have that dream. My reality is I am all I got. I am the machine behind me. The street signed me and the trap named me God. I am a machine. They call me Gucci. Some call me Guap, but they should call me the machine. Sincerely, Guap. What kind of... I felt like he just addressed us like how back in the day the leaders of the Nation of Islam used to reach out to all of their followers and whatever else. He addressed us how Lucius Lions be addressing people on Empire. I am God. 
Y'all gotta get Lucius out of here. Every other episode, he's talking about he God. Nah. Somebody gonna strike this nigga down. He really gonna be talking like Busy Bone. Because they... Listen. They already sound a lot of like... Uh, but I ain't mad that Gucci. I mean... I get it. But I'm more of a descendant of the future right now. So... And, until Gucci put out four mixtapes in a week again. Yeah. I'm just gonna say on this You know TV. Gucci good for it. He's great for it. You know, he probably got 800 songs in the vault right now. He could put out 20 albums. I'm just. But all his best music is when he first come out of jail anyway. Yes. I had the luxury and the privilege of meeting Gucci when he was fresh out the, la- the last time I think he got out of prison or whatever. And he did one of his first shows in Jacksonville, and I was there. I was a witness. I'm clutching my heart right now. See, I saw him when he performed here in St. Louis. And he actually, and this is so funny, he cuts Drake's set. Like, Drake went on after him. And I guess, like, Drake was being born. So Gucci came back out and, like, took over the set. And Drake was just looking there. He better look on with admiration. Y'all get Drake the fuck up out of here on that mixtape. He start shouting out Gucci and Lil Mexico and Zone Nigga. Stay in Toronto. Worry about you. You better shut out the cast of Degrassi and keep it the fuck pushing. Exactly. But no, I finally got around to listen to What a Time to Redeem This Coupon. What you think? I think I just want to hear future verses. Every time Drake come on the song, I either fast forward or skip it. I got a Drakeless version if you want it. It's just he don't sound right. It's not him. I don't want to hear Drake over Metro Boomin' Beats. Y'all can have it. Like, and I, you know, I'm not going to say I'm a Drake fan or I'm a Drake hater. I just don't want to hear the nigga. And so I just feel awkward riding around the city listening to Drake. I mentioned this on Twitter. I just, I can't openly bump that shit, dog. Like, I really think somebody going to pull up beside me and carjack me in my own hood because I'm bumping around, rolling around, bumping Drake, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know exactly what you're saying. Because you already know, like, I'm pretty sure, like, it's, like, that there, how it is still when it comes to people hear you before they see you in the South. Hell you rolling yeah. around or whatever. I got my windows down, my system bumping or whatever, listening to Future, and then here come Drake, come on, like, nah, man, that's a recipe for disaster right there, dog. <laughs> Trying to get me out of here. They gonna think you the feds. They not gonna right. what the fuck is going on? Uh, 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 Rico on that bullshit Rico 12 I ain't got time for that He defending my good name I'm gonna be the next Gucci having to write letters Addressing my trap niggas I got a reputation to maintain Y'all see my Instagram Y'all know when I The the fuck what I'm about Let me stop We ain't gonna never get no sponsors for this shit At this rate We the machine (laughs) We the machine I feel like the white girl on Hustle and Flow. I'm in charge. Self-made. You just affiliated. We built uh. this ground up. <laughs> you brought in renovated. Uh. <sighs> Speaking of Ross and all of that rapper shit, um, the Hip Hop Awards were earlier this month, right? In Atlanta? Yeah, during A3C. I ain't go to that shit. Did you? <laughs> Fuck no, I stayed at home. <laughs> I'm just gonna waste no plane ticket money to go to Atlanta for that. Listen, I don't waste outfits nowadays, okay? 
I, I'm not wasting good outfits or sew-ins or wigs or whatever. Like, it has to be a reason. Like, the last hip-hop awards I went to was when all of that shit happened between uh, Jeezy and Ross backstage. And that poor defenseless mirror lost his life in the melee. That's the last one I went to. And I think that's when Gunplay got pepper sprayed and <laughs> whatever mm-hmm. else happened that year. That was the last uh, hip-hop awards I went to. But people got to realize, man, y'all ain't missing nothing by staying at home. Like, that shit is really like a pep rally for niggas in Atlanta. Especially this year. Because, like, I was following people who was live-tweeting the show, and they said, like, Diddy had to redo his set twice because the first time no one knew to clap, and, like, the energy was low in the room, so they had to fake the funk. See, they did that the year that I went when Wiz Khalifa opened because the first time it was just him performing whatever song, and then they were like, oh, well, we're going to do it again. And then the second time it was him and Jeezy, and that's the performance that aired or whatever. And I think, like, Trina... Was doing like the little the announcements for the list, yeah, for the for the next performance and all that kind of stuff. And she kept fucking up and kept having to do it over and over again. Another thing people don't realize is that, like, you know, they have the concession stands or whatever. I mean, it was open that year that I went there, and so we was in the award show eating chips and nachos and pickles and hot sausages and stuff. I had my shoes off. Feet on the back of somebody's seat. Like, <laughs> listen, them knockers was hurting my toes. I had been on a red carpet not doing anything for 45 minutes prior. But Blasting. it was <laughs> doing everything other than interviewing people. Because I went and it was myself and Michelle from Straight from the A, the one and only Funky Dineva, um, Nikki Nicole from Candy Coat Nights. And just a, a lot of people um, were there or whatever that was in our section. But we all sat together. And I was just really acting like a nigga. Um, I got in trouble with the usher because you aren't supposed to have your device out, like your phone or anything else. And I was like mm-hmm. in the beginning or whatever. And I got threatened. To, she threatened to put my ass out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, let me calm down. <laughs> Not make a scene <laughs> or whatever. But... That shit was ass. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm gl- I'm glad I can say, I guess, that I attended or whatever. But, nah. If you're somebody that's, like, feeling like I really need to be at Hip Hop Awards, no, you don't. Not that even for networking purposes. If anything, like, be in the city during that weekend, like, that would benefit you more than feeling like you have to be at the actual show. Because if you're there that weekend, like, you can really run into a lot of people that you could potentially network with. That's one positive thing I can say about that weekend or whatever. Because you can literally just, you know, be in the lobby at a hotel and run into one of your faves from Twitter, Instagram, or something like that. Or somebody that's behind the scenes um, and maybe have the opportunity to network. But then it's kind of tricky because... You may notice them, and but other people may, and you know, striking mm-hmm. up a conversation can be kind of weird or whatever. But um, you know, weekends like that are, are always a great time to network with people. As far as like, if you're a rising blogger or whatever the case may be, because there's other people from your community there that you can really work with, and um, you know, meet and greet and all that kind of shit. But 
But I didn't give a fuck this year, so. I mean, and and it's always just a bunch of bullshit. Like Atlanta be on super flex. All the Nigerian scammers come out. Everybody pushing Bentleys and everything else. All Kenya more ex boyfriends. Right. And it's just Atlanta just be on that flex that weekend. It just be too much. I think like, um, one of my friends told me this dude got shot at Magic City or something crazy. And I was just like, this shit don't even be going down like that any oh other God. time. It's just real right. random. Because, you know, again, really, it's not all about going to the shows during that time. Because you really can just go to the club, run into people and do whatever else. Because I really felt like, I think it was that weekend when I went to, no, it was that following Monday, Magic City Monday or whatever. Um, following the hip hop awards, and I went, and I saw so many people at the club, and ran into a lot of people to network with or whatever. So, you know, if, if you really on I that mean, kind of wave, Future and Black China was at Magic during the hip hop awards anyway. Wow, I don't know how I feel about that relationship. I guess I'm too much of a Future fan, but I like China. <laughs> I love China. Baby. I love China. China is one of the sweetest people ever in life. And her ass really is soft. I can say I have touched Black China's ass before. <laughs> I was selfish. <laughs> this was back when she was still stripping. Um, because it was like during the BEZ Awards. See, I'm, I'm always... <sighs> I put in my time doing nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yes, this is why I feel like... Dues. I paid my dues when it comes to covering all that stuff entertainment and whatever shit but um it was during the BET awards weekend i forget whatever year it was but she, she was still stripping and um helping her pull down her little outfit or whatever because i'm cool with her manager at the time and so you know that's how i met china was through her i touched the ass i like that's oh, pretty soft been no silicone back here ayala you don't need to fix this <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. And I helped her pick up her, her singles, her ones off the floor and put it in a garbage bag. And I was like, fuck blogging. I need to get my body in shape. She didn't even get naked. That was the thing. She didn't even show a titty or nothing. She must have been in Cali. Yes. Yeah, in Cali, they don't get naked. They don't get pussy ass, butt ass, coochie ass like swimsuits. Naked. She, she just had on like a stripper thing and she wasn't even like doing anything crazy. It wasn't like, oh, you had magic and here come Snap Pack come out doing a performance or whatever. She just got on the stage, tarked the butt cheeks and <laughs> thrusted her pelvis and got stupid paid. There was a lot of people there that night. I saw Deshaun Jackson simple ass. He was so thirsty. Let me stop talking so much on this podcast. <laughs> you a snitch. Listen, this has don't let this turn into a um E true Hollywood story moment. <laughs> Have me not get invited to anything ever, but I'm here to tell the truth. Let me go ahead and transition to some flops for you get us in trouble and get us yes. knocked off of SoundCloud. What Sounds a time. SoundCloud. <laughs> you know the waist trainer girl, prima donna? Unfortunately. <laughs> Continue. Why does she have a song with Trick Daddy and Rich Homie Quine? I don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> and her record label is called Waste. What is it? Waste. 
gang recordings. But the song is good. I feel like you would like it. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. You don't know she what do. the fuck I would like. She do. <laughs> what she rapping about in this song or singing? What What's what she doing? She was rapping and it's one of them old, like, early Dr. Not Dr. Luke. Um, you know, them early bounce Miami beats. Yeah, Uncle Luke. It's one of them beats and she was bringing that sound back and she, she was rapping about being a, a chose bitch. Typical Miami shit. Like... <laughs> Is she from Miami? Yeah. Okay, that's cute for her. All the scammers are from Miami, so. (laughs) They are. They're from Miami, Atlanta, and Houston. So, we can be 100 about security numbers. Oh, my God. You would like the song. How it go? Oh, I can't tell you all that. See, it ain't that good if you can't remember anything. No, it is good. (laughs) Next, <laughs> cause she said something like, "Uh, she was like, I got a problem sharing a nigga. Like I fucked that nigga and share his hoe, and then she's like, I got an ass so soft like a pillow top. It was good. Like I jammed to it. Listen, don't embarrass me in front of company. There is more to me, people, than liking some fucking Trina. I would go listen to some old Trina, some old Jackie O, some old Kaya before I fuck with these newcomers." These scammers. At least I know that Jackie O is a booster. She sound like Jackie O. That's what was crazy. Like, no. the same rapping voice. That's okay. I'd rather have Pepsi than Sam's Choice. You can keep it. That bitch ain't even check. Check is delicious. Moving along. I'm going to check it out, though. You better. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, Before we go any further, I just want to give a quick... uh. Hell, not a shout out shit. Uh, 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 Jesus, wrap your living arms around me. Notice to Lamar Odom. My God, prayer circle. There you go. With his situation that he had, where were you when you heard the news? I was in my bed on Twitter, and you know, I thought it was one of them TMZ like, you know how they was going around killing niggas randomly, they was killing Lil Wayne right. every other day, I thought that was happening, and then when yeah. the stories came on, cause it was just too much Lamar Odom bleeding at the mouth in a brothel in Nevada I was just like, this is too much and then I started reading, I was like, oh my god, this is real, then I saw like the Chloe had flew out there with Chris Jenner, but like I'm glad like he's better, and that they gonna work out their marriage and I thought it was cute. No, was I, don't like, think them, I don't think they need to necessarily get their asses back together. He needs something. Rehab. Well, I think I don't what she's doing it more like, because they said, she I said, try. like, I fuck the with divorce. Chloe, but I, no, nah, they ain't, nah, man. I don't trust I don't know, because she I said she like divorced him to, to make him go to, I don't know, I think no. like she said she divorced him to make him go to rehab, and since that didn't work, she gonna see if staying with him would make him go to rehab. We, I, I just, I fuck with Chloe, but I don't fuck with her mama like that. I don't think their intentions are good. Like, no, Chris's I don't fuck with Chris. Intentions are, you know. And it's your birthday twin, you, her, and Night Turner. <laughs> Little known Black History fact, guys. Guess who all got the same birthday? Stop. <laughs> what do you have in common with Chris Jenner? I knew that I'm a paid I knew you bitch. were a monster. That I'm a paid bitch. I'm gonna probably get dick. I can't. At, At what cost? At what cost? You a Ike Turner? What traits y'all gotta like? I knock a bitch. 
That's what I do. <laughs> I got hands. What what else you got? What else? What else? We're never going well, to get invited with to Meek Essence. Meek Could no, you not? about birthday twins. What you got in common with Meek Mill? I take baths, so I don't know what I can say. And I ain't got a decent exactly. ass baby mama, so. I don't know. But what I can support is this latest thing that he did, this rant. What you were telling me about this earlier. What happened with him and Wale? They always Wale falling out. Fuck up out of here. Oh, um, Wale what happened? was on the radio. And you know, he was doing his typical Wale stuff, throwing people under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about, you know, talking in soliloquies or whatever else he does. And he was talking about uh. like the Drake beef. And he was like, Drake brought a pencil to a gunfight. I mean, not Drake. He said Meek brought a pencil to a gunfight. Like, he wasn't ready for it. Waddy, waddy, wada, whoopty, whoopty, wop. So he shouldn't Meek, even say anything, but continue. So, Meek got on Instagram and screenshotted the interview. And he was just like, niggas be doing all this to drop a new record gossiping about their whole ass feelings and their personal life because they're miserable <laughs> and nobody don't rock with them. Really stay away from me, fam. You ain't Maybach music no more. This why you can't get my number now. You a hoe. You dead. <laughs> Cracked right now, Wale. Fuck out of here, nut ass nigga. I wasn't even mad at you, fam. You got some real issues with yourself and you jealous. Broke rapper. This is the last time <laughs> I'm addressing this shit on the internet. But I don't talk about it. One of you dudes gonna get hurt speaking my name like it's sweet. Y'all niggas gonna stop mentioning my name like it ain't no consequences. I'm off this internet. I don't speak on Maybach music and interviews unless it's good. You a clown. We don't want to hear you no more, fam. Go jump off a roof like you've been trying to do, chump. My God. Well, that's what we have in common. (laughs) He's still talking. Wait a minute. Hold up. (laughs) Hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? Go ahead. <laughs> he don't owe me shit, and if he do, I get it later. Go that way. Go away. Well, we got that I'm in finished. common. We are read a bitch. That's about it. <laughs> you, he sound like Deb Eddie when she be going off. <laughs> Nut ass nigga. What do you say? You broke rapper. <laughs> you broke dick nigga when she was going off on Coach K. Ah, uh, hurt my heart. Hurt my heart. Hurt my heart. Uh, me, I mean, he ain't lying me. though. This is the only time I can be like, "Well, I ain't got nothing to say." Because Wally always popping his fucking gums. Like he Wally's so extra. Let me tell you, hell, I, I don't do marketing for Maybach music no more. I can speak. Um, one of the first times I saw Wally in person was at like some event. I forget it was some industry party or whatever, and I was with a friend who had a friend who was like a Wale fan. Probably the only person there that noticed it was fucking Wale. But anyway, she was like so excited. Like, oh my God, it's Wale. And he was so nasty to her. Like, Mm -hmm. she had wanted like, I don't even think she wanted a picture. I just think that she just wanted to go and tell him like, hey, my name is xyz and i'm a fan that kind of shit or whatever she didn't want anything from him not a picture or anything like she was real res- respectful or whatever and he was so nasty he was just like oh yeah they always do that to me who are they bitch try again your fans your supporters because i ain't buying none of it 
Then nigga think he high and grand because he did that one fucking song with Lady Gaga. Fuck Wale. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. He did a song with Lady Gaga and it flopped, so. I don't be doing this. I be playing Zelda and does yoga with my female friends. Girl, I'm not on this street shit. Call it a day. Call it a day. Good day, Madame. So Good day. Niggas get a little hang time and start feeling they pussy. He can go. Because I remember when he did whatever interview, maybe like a year or two or whatever, and he was talking about his personality. It's, he doesn't mean to be to come across the way he does, but it's YZ. Okay. But I after he treated he that girl like that, like that. Like, yeah, like after he had that run in with the girl and I saw it with my own two eyes, like I couldn't fuck with it no more at all. Cause he had told this one female blogger, like I forgot which one it was. They got to it on Twitter. He's like, I'll beat your ass. Like he wasn't Amanda Diva. It was another one too. It wasn't just her. He said to a couple Amanda, people. Yeah, yeah, Amanda Diva not really a blogger. She was a personality. But yeah, but, but still, yeah, he gets into it all the time with people. And with women. But you, and that's the main person he be targeting his music to too. He's a phony, <laughs> nut ass nigga. <laughs> you sound like Gucci. Snack cake Broke ass rapper. nigga. Snack cake, Snack ass, cake nigga. ass nigga. <laughs> What kind of king wear some fucking leather pants in the middle of the summer? <laughs> Listen, let the people know your knowledge of Gucci runs deep. And just Y'all leave it at that. Don't even tell them who he was talking about. Let's see who, who going to tweet you the correct answer. See, see who really some fans are. I really want to know because I was putting y'all hoes on blast on 1017. I really want to know. <laughs> oh, well. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, moving along. So what is this I hear about GQ magazine calling Amber Rose a flop hoe? <laughs> so I guess they featured her because she did her thought walk, slut walk, whatever the fuck it was. And um, <laughs> she's promoting her book. Hold on, I'm trying to get the thing in my iPad. She was promoting her book and I guess she got offended because they was like Amber Rose, Kanye West X, Wiz Khalifa's baby mama. Teenage stripper turned feminist. I'm more, and then she started going off. I'm more than that. Like, why not talk about my slut walk? Why not talk about everything I do for the? Did she read culture? the article? I'm no, I didn't read the fucking article. I just no. I'm talking about her. I know you no, can't answer she for her, but this is why I'm just no. And then they shaded her book. They was like, just like her, it's pretty. No, what did they say? Yeah, it was like just like her, it's pretty on the outside, but unlike her, it's not that thick. I was dead. Did they say that or did somebody else say that? Who no, said she that? said that. That was the title of the GQ article. That was like in a little blurb. Who is she? Who wrote the article? Uh, receipts, I receipts. I'll I'll look into it. <laughs> Cause that just sounds like to me like Amber somebody. Rose. Somebody, a blogger or somebody probably had that kind of humor and then covered what GQ no, said No, it was in the else. print. No, that was in the same print in the blurb or the, like, of the snapshot of the, you know, like, how they snapshot the article. It was in there. I don't got to lie on fucking Amber Rose. <laughs> I ain't saying you lying. I'm just making sure. Because, you know, you already know how these fucking bloggers, they don't know how to credit shit to people, so. True. You know, they don't, they, they don't know how to block quote and credit the sources, so. 
I'm not coming for you, nigga. Calm down, nigga. <laughs> Excuse. Oh, here's what it says. You ain't like Wale, and I ain't Meek. <laughs> I'll come see about you. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie Batman. That's the girl who wrote about it. Shouts out to you, Carrie. If you did write that shit, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like Amber herself, it's all hard. Unlike Amber, it's not that thick. The teen stripper turned <laughs> megalomanic muse. <laughs> Unlike Amber, it's not that thick. Girl. Okay, my thing is this. Like, okay. What's her name, Carrie? Yeah, Carrie Batman. Carrie Batman, all right. You better be a bad bitch yourself. Right. I'm going to see her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna do our Googles <laughs> You better be like The baddest bitch up at GQ Talking like this Like you know Amber bad nah. You I gotta get for that live for her. Amber too old to be acting the way she be fucking acting She is but I'm just going off of you know Hey alright bitch you popping shit I ain't calling you a bitch per se But you know what I mean Hey you, you talking You talking real tough now nah. Gonna do our Googles do I oh, I Googled her. She kind of cute. No, she's kind of cute. Yeah, I see, I, I'm not here to nah, bash I that lied. woman. I don't know you. <laughs> I'm just You know, saying. you see one picture and it be hella cute and you got to keep scrolling. I hella fucking lie. Oh, God. We ain't going to have nobody fucking with us after this episode. But guess who don't care? Anyway. <laughs> not I, said the cat. <laughs> Speaking of people that just don't give a fuck, Young Thug's baby mama, one of the... <laughs> The, like does he have like seven or eight he has eight kids and he is 22 years old that is disgusting <sighs> one of his baby mamas what got popped selling drugs on instagram yeah like the one that had posted that video of their daughter talking about i'm motherfucking tired i'm motherfucking tired the mother of the year <laughs> she posted up some of like some xanax pills like they was some talking about like 10 for 25 dollars Girl, hey, that's, good. <laughs> that's a good deal, but still, girl, you supposed to be selling bundles, waist trainers, something along those lines. Clothes ordered off of AliExpress, right? That skinny me tea from um CVS <laughs> <laughs> that be making y'all all poop. Did y'all think losing weight? Oh, this is not okay. This is not right, ma'am. What the fuck were you thinking? Between her and Meek Mill, baby mama, what is this bum bitches link up? Would you rather be Meek Mill's baby mama or Young Thugs? Meek Mill. <laughs> I, no, I. Would you rather be Meek Mill's Young Thug or Wale's baby mama? Meek Mill. Wouldn't want a fucking baby with Wale. <laughs> that would require me to have intercourse with him. I would fuck okay. Young Thug before I fuck Wale. And that's saying a lot. I would fuck your thug before I fuck Wale too. I'll just close my Raw, eyes. No protection before I <laughs> fuck Wale. <laughs> I'll be like Savannah and waiting at sale when she was fucking old boy. And I closed my eyes and I squeezed my <laughs> pelvis tight. And he felt like the real thing. That's what I would just do with thug <laughs> and hope for the best. <sighs> I can't believe we're talking about this. Right? This is so disturbing. You say what? I said I can't believe we're talking about this right now. This is so disturbing. <laughs> I wanted to know. 
Wait, who would you Listen, fuck? I'm Mary Jane Prime. Who would you Mary fuck? Jane Paul. I'm trying to get us into prime time. Listen. Let's ask the hard questions. This ain't no fucking hard questions. Who the hell would you fuck? <laughs> you answer my questions. Okay, ask them. I asked. I said, who would you fuck out of all of them? Oh, young thug. He probably got a monster, but you can have all of that. I, I need my walls. I don't trust them Philly niggas. It's just something about that. I feel like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. At least I, I know mean, how ATL. It's like I know how AT aliens get down. That's one thing. Child, it's dirty dick everywhere. So keep living. That's that youth and inexperience talking. It's dirty dick all over the United States and abroad. So but I can handle young thug baby mama side out of me for fucking him. I can't handle Onika Mirage side out of me because I fucking Meek Mills. I smack her like SB did with that damn luggage. Like See, I ain't got time for that. I don't even think Nikki on that bullshit. That's the thing. I don't think she like that. I think he is more of a bitch than she is. Cause, Cause she's booked. Bitch exactly. So I wouldn't like. I don't think she would be an issue. Like if anything, I feel like his hanger ons are more of an issue than what she would be. So it'll be like his little friends and whatever else. Cause they would be some Teddy ass niggas. Teddy from Black Ink. But oh, I can't yeah. believe you going over there, spend time with your kid instead of taking me to the park, my nigga. Like. Them dirty fitted cap niggas from Philly giving the city a bad name. That's why I pick Young Thug. Young Thug only hangs around bad bitches and fashionistas. But Young Thug got probably be- 15 baby mamas and child. I read that. And they obviously one. felons on house arrest. I don't have to worry about them. <laughs> no, they not. You gonna have to worry about them shooting your shit up. You know all them straps. Okay, but that's fine. Like, anyway, I'm not about to have no debate about you about with this shit. <laughs> and the real shade is this whole conversation, while their name has not been mentioned as a possible <laughs> as a possible substitute. That's the real and it shade. Never fucking will be ever. Oh my god. Well, from one dirty incident to the next. What's going on with Genuine? Is he having um a midlife crisis or something? Why did he like take a picture of some dirty Sprite and Literally. post it on Facebook? Sir. And they gonna lie and say his page was hacked. You're a lie and a half. He said what? I like, he said his page was hacked. Because I like am friends okay. with Genuine on Facebook. Or, like I like his page or something. And he like be posting Why would you memes do that? and stuff. It was from like I mean I haven't updated my Facebook in years. That's probably back from you should like be ashamed. when I first got on Facebook, like in oh that two thousand and five, back when you had to be invited to even join Facebook. Are you a TGT fan? Isn't that the group name? Wait, no, what was I am it? not a fan of <laughs> Tank hey, put your mama on the phone. I don't like nobody that you just mentioned. <laughs> Are you really a TG? What was it? TGT? You know more than me. Are you a TGT fan? You got me fucked up. The only reason I know about them is because we did articles about them on. Remember debut album? Hey, can you put your mama on the phone? <laughs> we wrote that. Oh my god! Somebody tried to steal our joke, and I had to catch him. Bloop. Again, <laughs> bitch. This ain't Phaedra, bitch. It's not stealing our motherfucking material. Did you watch Genuine in that stripper movie Chocolate City? I did. I finally watched it. I meant to tell you that. That shit was horrible. 
<laughs> it was good and horrible though, right? <laughs> no, it was just horrible. It was like I don't know. I I can't even explain it. It's so one of those movies that fine, you watch. It, it's one of those movies that you watch when you at the hair salon and you undry it and it's just like some shit to look at on TV. You're not really following the dialogue. You're just looking. It's that kind of movie. And that nigga Ornez could not dance for shit. Right. Was he Chocolate Chip? <laughs> was his stripper name? I think yeah. or something like that. Chocolate Man. Chocolate something. 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 Cookie. Shit, I don't fucking know. Gee, why they had no type of body. The cameos is what had me dying laughing. What's what's old buddy name? The model from the day back in the day? Um, You know who I'm talking about. They say he got a little dick. Um... Oh, Tyson Beckford. Yeah. <laughs> he was a hater. <laughs> getting getting that boy beat up. Between that and the fact that you could tell they filmed that entire movie in two days because nobody <laughs> in the audience changed their clothes. <laughs> Speaking of people that probably film shit and never change clothes, what is this about Sheree getting tricked out of her peach? Okay, so you know, I remember I sent you that tweet where I was like, "She's the executive producer of selling in ATL or whatever." Selling what? Real As- So let me fill you in on these this string of lies. So apparently, Sheree pitched to Carlos King the reality TV show about real estate because at the Housewives, that's what she's been spending her time doing, selling real estate. That's- and she told him that's a lie. I, I ain't gonna, you know, throw my people under the bus. <laughs> I'm just Go telling ahead. you what the story said. So she told him the idea oh. in return that she got full housewife status on Atlanta Housewives and that they promote her the same way they promoted Bethany returning to the franchise, which didn't happen. So he took the idea, pitched it, got picked up by WeTV, cut her out the deal, and so Ooh. he wouldn't get sued. He just threw her executive producer. And then at the same time, she's not even on full housewife status. She's only filming 10 out of 24 episodes. Like her last episode she filmed was at the Million Man March uh, BET Awards weekend. Like she's not going to be on the last, like she only filmed half the season. So she's an idiot. Listen, Sheree wasn't selling no fucking real estate in Atlanta. I ain't going to put all the business out there because I don't want to offend my connects. But I know what you've been doing. And it ain't been that. Sheree's consignment closet if you ever on Instagram. Not even that. Sheree just makes a string of just shitty ass decisions that I'm just just gonna shut up about. And then she claims she's relaunching She by Sheree as an active wear line. She by who gives a a fuck? Girl, we don't want. All right. She tries to avoid it. Does so little. I'm not here to shit on your dreams. Go go right ahead. Let us know how Chateau Sheree is coming along. I heard that was done. Is it? I don't know. I mean, I don't have no physical proof. I'm not on that bus line <laughs> that's in front of my house. <laughs> well, speaking of somebody else that's affiliated, well, was affiliated with the Real Housewives of Atlanta. What is this? about Ricky Smiley hating Claudia Jordan that I hear 
<laughs> Speaking of somebody else who was on the bus line. Oh, I'm so <laughs> So Claudia Jordan was on a radio show and she was talking about how like Ricky Smiley hated her and can't because like they was getting into it on Twitter and he was she was talking about like they started to haze her and like one morning she was eating breakfast and he was like I'm sick of you just eating in my face go sit in the other room and she would have to eat her breakfast in another room like a little child and he wouldn't allow her to what the fuck was she eating? Did she say? And they're like, he wouldn't allow her to talk and they minimized her role. And then they was trying, the people who she was on the radio was, was like, well, he has a tendency for throwing women under the bus. He has a power with women that's funnier than him. And that's why he got rid of Ebony Steele. She pre- and then like, they've been beefing. And he was just like, she's an opportunist. No one cares about Claudia Jordan anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. I don't think she's an opportunist. I will give her that. Like I, mean, I she just, works. I, I feel like she was just trying to find her place um, on the radio scene in Atlanta or whatever. I don't think she's an opportunist. Um, as far as uh, having to eat in another room, I don't know what the fuck she was eating that was so bad that he felt that way. <laughs> no. Because I mean. She said they had the same breakfast. Like they had like a breakfast tray. It wasn't what she was eating. It was just the fact that he was she was eating in his presence. That he was disgusted with. But I'm saying it could have been what she was eating though. Because it could have been something just horrible. <laughs> Claudia is fucking different. That's all I'm going to say. So who the fuck knows what she was eating early in the morning. It could have been some of that cat food she got. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to smell that shit either. Go in the other room. Because you can't eat certain things and it can be offensive to people to smell and everything else like i remember when i used to work at that call center for bell south and people would sit at their fucking desk eating mcdonald's and whatever else and funk up the whole place so mm-mm. i don't got a problem with that like that girl who was sitting on the subway or wherever the hell she was sitting eating that whole plate of spaghetti that time on youtube and that white lady was like oh my god you're like an animal what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and she got in her face and got knocked the fuck out. Like, everybody don't want to smell that. Why would you want to... I, I got questions about that shit anyway. Why would you want to eat a whole-ass platter of spaghetti on a crowded <laughs> subway any fucking way? You are an animal. I ain't never been that fucking hungry in life. And I like to eat. I've never been that hungry in public. Bitch, grab a a, a Nutri-Grain, a, a smoothie or something, like, until you get to the house. You better get one of them um, 7-Eleven tortillos, tortillas, <laughs> whatever the fuck they <laughs> McDonald's got breakfast all day long now. Get you a, um, a sausage burrito and keep it pushing. You eating this whole big-ass plate of spaghetti. Somebody's supposed to say something to you. That's some nigga You ain't above shit. getting tried. And she tried to jump up. And that white woman laid her the fuck out. Y'all keep trying, white people. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to happen to Kanye at one of these award shows. You're going to run up on the wrong white person. Out of that shit. They motherfucking tired. But yeah, back to Claudia Jordan. She's not my number one favorite or whatever, but I don't think she's an opportunist. 
I don't think she had opportunities either. But she was just like, she was set up for failure anyway. Because anybody that came on the radio show at the Ebony Steel, the viewers weren't going to gravitate towards anyway because she was such a staple with the radio show. Yeah. I can see that. Oh, well, don't listen to any of these fucking shows. So I wouldn't know. I listened to The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Anyway, speaking of The Breakfast Club, Matthew knows was on there. Yes. I feel like that Kaya skit. <laughs> was on that last Friday. Now I was a little skeptical before I watched the interview because I'm like, what this nigga about to say? You know, I don't trust him. He like that one deacon in church that you just feel got some bad intentions. Like they ain't really there for the right reasons. But I was pleasantly surprised at the things he had to say because he was actually saying a lot of shit that I agree with. In terms of like defining your own terms of success and entrepreneurship and things like that. Like thumbs up. I like it. I just like him as a person because that nigga is fucking hilarious. He was getting Charlemagne to fuck up out of here. The fuck up out of here, Charlemagne. Love you dearly, but he was not here for it at all. But Charlemagne was holding his own ground. He was like, wait a minute. Let me shoot back at you. Because he was just like, oh, I can, I'm looking in your eyes and I can see some pain or whatever. Like, bruh, what are you doing? Charlamagne was like, I come from a good background. I don't know what you're talking about. How many brothers and sisters do you have? The fuck? <laughs> what do your you parents see envy do? Shut the fuck up. Because he would have made envy cry. Please, we don't need to have flashbacks of Envy crying on the radio over his wife, over Erica Mina, and that oh, whole God. situation. <laughs> Let's not do it. My favorite part of the interview where he was like, you think I'd be selling $25 t-shirts? I sell this watch. I sell this very nice suit. I sell these shoes. <laughs> he was like, and they're Louis Vuitton, by the way. Yes. And he was like, okay, player, player. You better know it. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, well, let's, let's, what about this stripper in Houston that you're supposed to have a baby? We're not going to talk about that. My book, blah, 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 is in stores in that on Amazon right now. I was like, yes. You better give these niggas what they came for. Did I mind I charge $1,500. Let these <laughs> niggas know. <laughs> I'm not mad at him. But I, you know, I, I, I was really surprised at the interview. I enjoyed it. But... Like I said, one of my favorite parts of the interview is when he was talking about, you know, not defining your your success by numbers. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I really feel like a lot of people play the numbers game or they play the comparison game, looking at what they're doing in comparison to someone else. And he was just like, um, when I'm passionate about something and I have the opportunity to do what I love. That's the highest success that I can have. And I was like, Yeah, yes. when they had tried to compare Solange to Beyonce, right? That's when yeah. they was talking about it. Yep. And that's so true. Like, that's one of the things that um I really try to focus on when I have my sessions with clients is you have to define your own terms of success because you know, if you stack me next to somebody that came out in two thousand five along with me, like the YBF came out the same year that Crunk came out and Concrete Luke and mm-hmm. whoever else. If you put us all in the line with each other, yeah, you can play the number game and say, oh, Natasha did this, Angel did this, you did blah, blah, blah. But 
you got to know the backstory behind all of us. You know what I'm saying? And what mm-hmm. reasons why we started and, and what reasons why, you know, we, we are the way that we are and we continue to do what we were doing. Like, for me, success was, oh, shit, I'm making money every month from home. <laughs> you know, back at that time, like, I'm like 19, 20, something like that. Like, you know, making um a little bit amount of paper when I started or whatever. So, to me, at the beginning stages, that was my terms of success. But as time went on, like, I started to define my story as, you know, was I actually passionate about what I was doing and putting out and everything else like that. My passion started to turn towards, I just want to make people laugh and feel good and, you know, keep people entertained. And that was success to me. So, I don't care about numbers and whatever somebody else is doing. God bless them. But, you know, I really feel like that's something that people don't focus on enough. Because mm-hmm. everybody's trying to be the next whoever. And uh, this person got whatever clock score. I'm trying to beat them and whatever. I worry about you. And what's going to make you, you know, happy at the end of the day. And, you know, that's why the fuck I just disappear a lot of times when y'all niggas bloop out. I'm somewhere being happy. That's success <laughs> for me right now. So kudos to you, Matthew. You fucking get it. I smoke a cigar with him at the strip club. Exactly. They was like, oh, what you think about social media? Blah, blah. I don't be on social media. I read books. Yes. <laughs> you get it. I'm working on my book. Oh, I'm reading a book. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm booked in other words. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to pull back from that social media. I mean, it, it depends on what your campaign is at the time or whatever. Like, if you're trying to establish yourself as a brand and raise the visibility online and things like that, then yeah, you need to be on social media and, and be active and be a part of the game, but what? No. I ain't mm-hmm. doing it unless I really want to. You know, but yeah, whatever. But I enjoyed it. I was surprised because I really thought he was going to be on some bullshit. <laughs> I just... Mm-mm. I mean, I never heard him like speak before, like in a long, you know. Yeah, he never really. Why well, not gonna say he didn't have a platform? It's just we didn't care. And like he said, that wasn't his job to talk anyway. So right, I can respect it. Too many of these hoes talk too much now, and well, don't really have any qualifications. And I was hollering. He no, he like, started yeah, running his resume. That's what I'm talking about by name dropping. <laughs> yeah, and I gave Nas his last number one single. If we talking, I was like, okay. He had an extensive resume and whatever else. So, you know, I still, you know, kind of feel like he kind of full of shit and kind of not. <laughs> that's most niggas. That's just that's most territory. people, right? Like, hello. That's most people in life. They kind of full of shit and they kind of not. So whatever, Matthew. I fuck with him just a little bit more though. I wouldn't give that nigga no start of um capital, but oh, I wish him no. much success. <laughs> I break some breadsticks off of Olive Garden with the nigga though. I'll soak up game. That's why I feel like him and Marlo Hampton was hanging out that time. She had that picture of them yes. on Instagram. Like I feel like he probably was giving her some game. Like I yeah. yeah. Definitely. And she was I probably was like, I know so and so. And she was probably like, I got so and so who can invest this and that. I got this sugar daddy. They got thirty. Right. They probably was making moves, boy. They probably was jigging together. Finesse, finesse, finesse. Thumb through that to shit. To be a fly on the wall. 
They need Speaking to of flies. Oh, God. Who are you finna transition to? <laughs> Black and crew. Oh, flies, God. shit, oh, shit. Rats. <laughs> <laughs> I am sad that, you know, we got to say goodbye. At least for this season. I hope they come back. But, you they know, it's been... They come back. Three long seasons full of Hennessy and chicken wings and unprotected sex and horrible tattoos. But and Kathy. <laughs> Riri! Riri! No, but Black Ink Crew is a wrap. There was a lot going on the last episode and also the reunion show. I don't know exactly where to start, so I'm just going to start with Teddy fucking biological father. Oh, God. Sir, could you not? This is why that man ain't shit, because of you. <laughs> Teddy ain't shit because he got an ain't shit daddy. It all makes sense now. Teddy didn't need to do like my daddy and just leave him the fuck alone. Right. Like... His dad was like, oh, well, you should have reached out to me. He was just like, I was a child. You're the adult. I'm supposed to do that. Yeah, you are. What? What? You know, I don't have kids. So I'm not going to speak on parenting too much, but that shit doesn't seem legit. But when he was like, I mean, yo, all your other brothers and sisters took the effort to reach out to me to to get their attention. Um, what? what? Who the fuck are you? Nobody. But um, like he's on tour and he and Teddy was blue ivy talking about mommy quit going on tour so I can get some <laughs> attention. He probably was in and out of jail. I mean, he looks like the type. Came across mm. as the type. So if I'm typecasting him, it is what it is. Well, he just couch hopped from one bitch house to another. He was one of the other. <laughs> Oh my god, I know somebody that's just like that right now. Is LOL in my head. Yes. Living off of bitches. I do too. We all know a couple of them. Y'all gotta stop. Let these niggas fuck I told y'all. you the story. And then remember I told you the one chick, he she had sent him home for the weekend and packed up all her shit and moved to a different state. And he came back <laughs> and the house was empty. <laughs> Wait a minute, that sounds like um Sky First Love. What was old dude name? Bigum. I don't know these. I don't know these felons' names. <laughs> Criminal number eight. Let's call him that. <laughs> oh shit! Didn't have a vasectomy. He probably didn't have insurance to get one. <laughs> if we be it honest, he couldn't. He obviously couldn't pay out of pocket. Isn't he like still living there? Yeah, and it's at like at the shop. They don't get pay stubs, so it's not like he could qualify for a loan or anything. Uh, something else happened oh, with oh shit. What was it? On the finale. Oh, they showed the video of him having sex in his room with some random or whatever. And his I baby missed mama. that. Yeah, because remember C's had brought it up on the computer or whatever. Yeah, I saw when he brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and his baby mom was like, ree, 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 ree. And I guess she went outside and some random bitch knocked when her When John face. Cena, yeah, when she got... <laughs> John Cena knocked her through a wood table outside. 
Oh my god! She was hurt because she was calling. Oh shit! By his government name, I was hollering. She was bleeding. Like I was. Somebody must have stole the fuck out of her. That the entire tiger judo chop. I didn't feel bad for her crazy ass because I know she was out there talking crazy. Because she was like, do you know who the fuck I am? No, but I know you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> they don't care about you, Riri. They're not your friends. I'm like, well, yeah, your friends wouldn't do you like that. But I mean, this is Black Ink. None of them ain't shit. So. None of the, besides Sky. <laughs> and that says a lot. And Sky is like my favorite. It used to be, um, Sassy and Puma back during the first two seasons, but Puma's so draining now. He, he got with Keisha Cole 2.0 and everything just went to shit. Make no mistakes about it. Kwani definitely looks like if Keisha Cole would have remained in Frankie's custody as a child, she would have ended up fucking looking like Kwani. So all of y'all need to clap y'all hands and tell God thank you that she ended up with the Cole family because this could have ended badly. Kwame Lions. <laughs> Loins. And oh my God, those fucking wigs that Kwani and her mama had on during the um, big ass, them the brats, reunion. Them it was brats, so bulky. Shiny ass wigs. <laughs> Y'all acting like sensational and Shaq and Go don't make them bomb. Um what are they called? The the wigs, like half wigs. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that you can just pull out some of your rear and blend it in. Come on, y'all. It's 2015. We ain't got to walk around looking like this. At all. It's too many top quality hairstylists in the New York City metropolitan but area. But can we talk about how Duchess had on that damn Dillard's prom dress? Don't do Dillard's like that. That came straight from AliExpress. What are you doing? <laughs> that Quinciera. How do you say like it? The- Quinciera. <laughs> Quinceanera. See, you call. See, that's cracking that Mexican joke at the beginning of the podcast. That quinceanera. Listen, I don't give a fuck. I'm black. <laughs> so. <laughs> that Quintino. <laughs> that Quintino dress she got on. That quintessential. She can fucking go. I hate Duchess with a passion. And Kwame ain't lying on her. That's why Duchess reacted the way she acted. Because when Kwame said, that's why. She, you fucked those shit. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit ain't say nothing. He just looked in the opposite direction. C's looked in another direction because I feel like C's already knew that. But it was one of yeah. those things like, you know my dirt, whatever, whatever, the past, the past. Gonna keep it like that. But everybody else ain't know. That was the problem. And so that's when Duchess went to all that rah, rah, rah and talking tough, walking around Harlem. Dressed like one of them Mexican voodoo dolls they used to sell at the flea market <laughs> with all the layers of cloth and things. You know what I'm talking about? The, the little dolls that you put exactly on the floor. I know exactly what you're talking about. Everybody, grandma used to have one back in the day. I don't know exactly what they called, but I'm pretty sure some listener going to tell me. Um, But yeah, she making the scene, doing the most. And then with that Sophia, the body shit came out. She tried to deflect from her own bullshit and put it on scenes. Like, girl... Don't act like this is the first time fucking seeing this. You're a bum, bitch. Go away. (laughs) Did you see when they was asking Donna, like, who had the biggest dick? Oh, my God. (laughs) It was 
too much. And, and I feel like, of course. Oh, my God. I don't want to tell. You look so fucking stupid right now. That's why your of baby course. offed itself because they didn't want to have you for a mother. Don't they have time for that? <laughs> I feel like Donna said that old shit had the littlest dick. Smallest dick. I said littlest. Well, I mean, you know, talking about dicks. It's cute. Um, Out the bush because, I mean, that's probably like the best dick. So, of course, you're not going to say like, yes, gold star for you. And so everybody can try to fuck because you know he he gonna fuck him back. So she kind of right. threw him under the bus for reason. Then Walt stood up. Your pussy's good. You got good pussy. Oh my god, what's wrong with you? Go worry about. Weren't you just your life was over last year? Go away. <laughs> Are you currying your child support payments? Let's talk about that. And she was like, all y'all niggas ate my pussy. All y'all ate my pussy and cooked me breakfast. That's right. That's going to be the that's, basis of Drake's next mixtape. That's Maybe just disgusting. Breakfast. And it was all raw and that hole. I don't care what nobody say. They all okay. was having unprotected sex with her. Fuck, Mary kill. Oh, shit. Walt and Teddy. Don't ask me that. I'm killing myself. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill myself. Because I'm not doing it. You married to the game. That's I like what you did there. You're married <laughs> to the game. <laughs> and I will fuck Married to the kill game. Myself. Killing these hoes. Fuck off. <laughs> exactly. I would not. Ugh. I would Are you going to watch Black Ink Crew Chicago? I would not, but I was trying to get me, you know, a little sneak at Sky Body and whatever. Is that like the post-surgery or pre? No, no. I think that was pre-surgery. Because I'm like, oh, that shit look real regular because every time I hop on Instagram, she got something new. Some titties. I didn't know she was getting her titties done. Right. That's what threw me off. Listen, Sky is treating her body like a Cutler Supreme. Like... <laughs> Switching it all up. This bitch swears she one of them old schools on currency Instagram account. I ain't mad at you though. If you want to be an El Camino, <laughs> do your thing. If you got the money, have at it. Where is they getting this money from? Black Ink Crew paying like that? Boy, no. They're probably all selling dope. With Young Thug, my baby mama. Did you see when she was beefing with Rashida Ali? Ain't that the bitch from who was cutting people over kidney heels? (laughs) It's not funny. Lord forgive me for laughing. Yeah. And you see when she like came to Sky House and they was like finna fight each other on Instagram? What the hell is going on in streets in my home? See why we talk about New York the way we do? (laughs) Y'all is just Uh, running amok up there. I don't talk about New York. I have no problem with New York, the city. Y'all just got to control y'all fucking pests. Like I said last podcast, if you feel the way, maybe you're one of them. <laughs> but people that I know, I got plenty of friends and associates and whoever else in New York. Great, wonderful people. Because one thing I can say about New York City versus all of the other cities that I have connections with is that you got to be on your shit to live in New York. It ain't none yeah. of that finesse that you could do in Atlanta 
in Miami and Houston, whatever else. You ain't bringing no fucking paper in in New York. It ain't no sofa crashing and couch surfing and all of that bullshit. You just gonna be homeless. And you're gonna get sent back to fuck wherever you come from. And everybody I know in New York has more than one job. Everybody, they, they just about that hustling about their paper. So I love New Yorkers. Those New Yorkers. Not these bum ass niggas that on television. Like, come on now. Not the teddies of the world. Fuck off. Speaking of New Yorkers, did you see Jada Kiss <laughs> break dancing on Instagram? Why? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe he got a bug up his ass. I don't know why he's transitioning from battle <laughs> rapper to battle dancer. I don't know. That's your is generation. Is he trying to like know. raise money for Relay for Life? Like, what is he doing? <laughs> Maybe he was dare, but he was like tagging people. Let me he look was, like, at, at Amorian, at Chris Brown. I'm going to go find this on Instagram right now. I can't believe we're talking about this. Like, when I think about Jadakiss, I think about, like, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> just a rapper. When I think about Jadakiss, I think about that damn video where Mariah Carey was singing and he was tongue-kissing Sunday Carter. This is all disturbing on so many levels. Okay, here we go. Why is it is is this my phone? Is he really moving this slow? Oh listen. He really stepped down into that. Like he kneeled down into that break dancing. I can't. Oh my god. Oh he getting loose. This is too much. This is too fucking much. Why was he break dancing so like I'm asking, why is he doing this? Like, is he raising money for Relay for Life? Like, I know they going around the schools around here doing stuff. Like, he tagged all them random niggas in the caption. I see. Chris Brown, what? Chris Brown can't save you. Is he trying <laughs> to go against Chris Brown? And Amorian and whoever else was down there. Sir. Listen, this all reminds me of when, during my eighth grade prom, all of us standing around, bopping around, listening to whatever songs was hot at the time. And a white boy came out of nowhere and started breakdancing. We was just like, what the fuck? Because we heard him before we saw him. So it was like a crash noise, like boom. And it all sounded like a stack of literature books hitting the gym floor. And we everybody looked. And this a little, and I ain't going to say little because he was like a smooth ass 6'5", 170, <laughs> ginger break dancing in the middle of the the gym confusing the fuck out of all of us gym full of us little nigglets and here you go taking it back to the boogie down bronx like you in a cardboard box nigga this is georgia calm down what are you doing we were so confused he was killing it too though no that's like when i was at this (laughs) you can finish I'm just shaking my head for real because I'm still disturbed to this day because we over there in the corner doing the dip, you know. I put my hands up on your hip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. We over there doing that and here you come. 
bring it back to three elements of hip hop. Go on somewhere. That's like when I was in college and the cues were strolling and you know, like you've been a HBCUs up, they like be kicking and everything. And this cue like kicked this girl dead in her fucking mouth and she like flew back. You I kicked that hoe, but it was one of the bonus. Fatality. Dum dum dum. Wasn't that Mortal Kombat? Yes. Oh my god. Not the cues though. Y'all cues are cues are dangerous. Just like this one that picked up a pleasantly plump girl. Cause you know they be licking them through their panties and stuff. And he like <laughs> dropped her. <sighs> them cues oh is nasty. God. You ever see a cue at a party, you better run. You know what? I'm you saying cue and I'm saying cue myself, but I'm thinking about Kappas. That's why I was like, that's kind of odd. Yo, they- <laughs> No, I'm talking about the purple niggas with the gold boots. Oh, the okay. burly niggas. Yeah, the gorillas I, or the dogs, a, whatever they was. <laughs> I had a blonde moment. That's why I was just like, damn, they kind of gangster. But you were saying the cues, not the cappers. No, nah, the cappers. Oh I look God. like that Jendaya nigga who seen Classic Man. <laughs> <laughs> I would pick him more of an uh, alpha than a um cappers. <laughs> not with that cane that nigga a cap I never seen him like I only just I know his name and I know how he looks but I don't really know anything other than that that's hilarious he look how T.I. talk that's what he looks like <laughs> oh my god that's fucking horrible T.I. always talks like he is the only slave on the plantation who knows how to read. And when a slave gets a mail in, oh, let me read this letter to y'all and impress y'all real quick. We get it, nigga. We get it. And T.I. I mean, and Tiny acts like the white slave owner who went to go live with the slaves because her family disowned her for fucking them. In other words, she had like Mariah Carey in 12 years of slave. <laughs> Oh, I didn't make it that Somebody, far in the movie without oh falling God. asleep. That was the first still, three minutes. <laughs> I still haven't finished that movie a year plus later. And I'm not going to That movie was so it. unnecessary. Y'all go up for the simplest things in life. See, you're going to make Shea Moisture Twitter mad at you. And that dude who ever called you a simple black. I did get called a simple black. That's fine. <laughs> But I just can't get with it, man. I, I I'm I'm not gonna even try at this point. Just sit and watch it. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> you said that nigga look like I T I talk. That's the funniest shit I heard all week long. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Didn't you tell me earlier um that Queen Tiny was on Love and Hip Hop? Yes. The latest episode. This episode was a clusterfuck of just too much. She was on there giving Little B, Brandy, relationship advice. Well, it was more like she happened to be in the area and she was just listening. Because Brandy was just <laughs> venting. And Tiny was like, girl, really? Mm-mm, can't have that. Like, I was dead. <laughs> now you make me want to watch it because I purposely did not watch this week episode because I was like, I told you what I'm parts done. to watch and what parts to skip. I don't got time. Like, I could be watching an episode of the first 48. Like, I'm all about narcos, too. 
See, I'm trying to brush up on my Spanish, if you can't tell. So, <laughs> that's what I'm about these days, so. Fuck the dumb Okay, shit. Mary Jane, brushing up on your Spanish. Listen, when I come through and flex on y'all, the next episode, don't say shit. I'm trying. So, this is what happens when you don't take a foreign language in high school. I didn't want to take Spanish in high school, so I just switched over to tech prep. Really? Yep. So I didn't have to take a foreign. I took Spanish in high school and I took it in college. I took like the only Spanish that I I have is like I took it in middle school, and I took like a little bit of elementary school, but like high school, hell nah. I was like, nope. Sign me up for the tech prep courses. (laughs) Make my life easy. I don't want to be here. I'm ready to get out. But I don't like talking in Spanish anyway because I talk hella country and English to begin with. So. So you can imagine how the fuck I'm going to sound trying to speak some Spanish. Like Ja Rule trying to talk to J-Lo back in the early 2000s. <sighs> I can say my ABCs in Spanish. Oh, you know more than me. I can do my numbers. Hey, no, I can talk. Thought goes. Thought goes. I count 10. <laughs> I just know when Spanish speaking people are talking shit about me. That's the only reason I wanted to learn. Well, there you go. Well, if I ever need to go find a new plug or a connect again, <laughs> watching narcos is allowing me to brush up on my Spanish skills, so <laughs> doing my thing. But what else happened on Love and Hip Hop? Uh Soulja Boy got Nia the fuck up out of here and I was dying laughing. Cause she was, cause he was like, she was like, I'm tired of you cheating on me, na 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 na. And he was like, Look, number one, don't forget where the fuck I found you. You and your broke po ass friends was couch hopping <laughs> looking for a come up. Two, I'm sorry. He was like, I'm worth twenty five million dollars. I had to tell you, I'm sorry. I could have just told you, I'm just gonna keep fucking your friend, and you're gonna deal with it. And he was like, oh. You're not perfect. You had a baby. Don't play that nine years card shit. It is what it is. And she couldn't say what? nothing. One thing about Soldier Boy, this He's nigga honest. hopped from reality show to reality show like Tammy Roman. He was on Love Hip Hop, Sisters of Hip Hop, and now on the Westbrooks. Listen, DeAndre, I, I, I kind of, I don't have anything really to say because he doesn't have any kids, does he? Nope. Whatever the fuck he doing, he's being that, you know, smart about it. So, I really ain't got nothing to say about a young, rich nigga going around fucking whoever he want to go fucking. Y'all letting him. And he didn't apologize for fucking. He was just like, I just want to fuck her friends no more. Cause it's Soldier Boy. What did you expect? This nigga got caught up by Cat Stacks. Right. He's the only nigga with physical proof of being attached to Cat Stacks. <laughs> it. What's going on with the two gay dudes on the? Uh, what's going on? With Rico Love and August Alcina. Uh, um. He told Isis King. That he's out the closet. She like fell out. Like it was an episode of Maury. And then he told his two sisters. She was just like. Her whole thing was. I should have believed everybody. I was fighting people in high school off of you. For they saying you was gay. Everybody told me you was gay. I didn't want to believe it. Girl shut the fuck up. 
But the funniest part was he told his two sisters and they was just like, we have beliefs. So it's just fuck God, fuck our beliefs. I was just oh, like, wow. oh, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they had a real nigga moment. But you are blood. Oh. We going to look out for you at the end of the day. They had a cookie moment. Like, what else are they supposed to say? Man, I just can't get jiggy with them too. And it has nothing to do with them being gay and everything to do with it. Like, they They're just seem draining. so fake. Like, it's just something really fake about both of them. It has nothing to do with their sexuality and everything to do with them just being fake. I can't get I like Miles. I just can't get with my line. That's the liar. Man, I don't know queen. no motherfucker's name. I don't know why you throwing these names. <laughs> I can get with August. I can't get with Rico. Is that better? Okay, there you go. Because <laughs> Rico is draining. Could you imagine dating somebody like that? Nope. That's why I said I wouldn't have a baby by Wale earlier. Oh, Sharika. Oh, Sharika. Because of your blogging lifestyle, I can't talk to you outside of a computer chat room. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I can't. (laughs) I can't. That's probably how Sierra was with Future. Exactly. You know, you always see the meme floating around on Instagram. Um, If you don't want a broke nigga, you got to deal with your nigga being busy, blah, blah, blah. That also applies with y'all whiny ass men who don't understand a bitch's book. Like, I've had plenty of those situations in my past decades. And it's just like, bruh, I'm really out here on my career path trying to reach goals. Like, who cares? Like, you gonna come and go and somebody gonna be here after you. I gotta do me. People don't like to hear the truth, but that's just what it is sometimes. Granted, I do feel like I make a horrible girlfriend. I ain't gonna flex, like, because I just got shit to do with. You know, I don't, I I didn't make time for all of the people that, you know, I was with. But, you know, but let me live. Damn. Men can be just as annoying as women when it comes to that. Don't get it fucked up. That's true. Oh, so no, I, I I couldn't date anybody like your boy. It just wouldn't work. I did it one time. We didn't last a week. It's annoying. Like, oh, you sitting down and you really trying to get some work knocked out and whatever else. And somebody just trying to make you feel guilty about having a life outside of them. That's the most annoying shit ever in life. Especially when they don't get your lane. Like the one I was with, he was just like, you're you're a loner. You just sit in front of your computer all day. I was like, okay, bitch, I ain't on no fucking porn site or no damn whatever. <laughs> Nigga, I'm typing up posts, getting money. Like, leave me the fuck alone. I can't. That I'm was, sorry. You know what it's I'm saying? Annoying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so annoying. And it's just like, it's selfish. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me live. Because if I was at Home Depot working overtime, you would understand. Because I'm at home and I can use my phone. You want to blow it the fuck up. No, that's not fair. That's one of the things that is so annoying about being someone who works from home is that people think that they can bother you more because you're at home. And that's just not. And it's really like you can bother me less because it's like, right. If we don't do our work, like if I didn't turn if I didn't get up to do the podcast it wouldn't be done it ain't like oh we'll just have the intern do it or we'll just have Bob and HR handle the situation ain't no <laughs> shit like that right 
because a lot of um people who know me personally or whatever it's like oh it's cool that you work from home blah 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 how can i be down put me on you know whatever else like that and the first question i ask them is really like how proactive are you as mm-hmm. a person just to complete tasks that you have to do on your own like if you're not one of those people who hold yourself accountable for shit working for yourself especially from home just would not be a good idea because you will let so much shit slide just off the base that of you being your own boss. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it depends because you can work for someone else and still work from home and things like that. But, you know, the people who were coming to me asked me questions about what I was doing. It was basically because they knew I was my own boss and, and whatever else. So I didn't have to answer to anybody but other than myself. And, you know... If you're not going to hold yourself to that standard where it's like, I got to get all of the things on my to-do list done and accomplished for the day, you're just wasting time. Just it's don't do it because you will play yourself because you really would give yourself a pass and just chill and watch television or go to the mall and, you know, do whatever it is that you want to mm-hmm. do aside from getting work done. And so, you know. It's not for everybody, but a lot of times people just think, oh, you work from home, you chilling, and you could go on breaks whenever you want to, and blah, blah. Nah. At least that's not how I was doing things, you know, especially when I was blogging every weekday or whatever. Like, Oh, I could definitely vouch for that. We could vouch for each other. If anything, it was I didn't have much of a fucking life because, you know, I was always trying to stay in rhythm with the next story or what's going on. Okay, if I'm not writing stories, I'm on Twitter. Like, being in a conversation and staying in the loop with what's happening. Or I'm on Facebook. Or I'm scheduling this or that. And I'm answering emails like, wake up at like 4 in the morning and went and go to sleep until maybe 7 o'clock the next day, maybe for 2 or 3 hours and wake up and just work. Yep. So all of that shit that you read online or you may watch like the little videos like oh I only work five hours out the entire week and I'm making banking with him okay yeah you doing it's people that do that yeah it's people that that really do that and have that kind of lifestyle or whatever but I was on the grind for the longest that's why again I don't feel an ounce of anything about taking breaks because I was just so connected for so many years with blogging and entertainment or whatever, that shit was my life. And I was working from home, doing what I had to do forever in the day. But, you know, working from home has its benefits. I, I can't lie, like, you know, as far as me being there for my family, if something happens or an emergency situation comes up and I have to see about one of my younger cousins, and I can go get him from school. And, you know, situations like that, it really... um worked in my benefit and also traveling you know as long as i got an internet connection cool it's like that now but um and i like working on my own schedule because i'm a night person yeah we definitely are some night hours at the current moment it is 4 (laughs) 59 a.m and we up recording hey it's what we do you make time for the things you want to make time for you hear that niggas Listen, don't let me turn this into a whole blogging session. I feel like I already talked about blogging too much and people 
who don't care anything about that shit like me. I don't next because you not saving for a session, but not nah, this real shit. Like I really wish somebody would have let me know <laughs> before I got myself involved in blogging how much of a commitment it would be. You know, you really get out what you put in. And um, mm-hmm. you made time for the shit that you want to make time for. So a lot of people are just like, oh, I work and I'm tired when I get home and whatever, whatever. But you make adjustments. When I first started blogging, I had a nine to five. But I would wake up early and get it done and stay up late and get shit done. So. See, and when I first started reaching out, I was in school full time. You would know. I would right. go to class. I would go. You would hit me up. When, and I would get home at like at six, chill. We power at like eight or nine and be up to four or five o'clock in the morning. And it I would still go is. to class. Yep. I was still if going you to want class. Something, you work for it. And look at me so. now, bitch. <laughs> look at me now. Look at me but, now. Not uh, even 25. <laughs> but yeah. Working for yourself, I can say it's definitely not for everybody. And I feel like a lot of times people try to guilt people who don't want to be self-employed nowadays because they just make it I don't know like they be on that damn dash shit you know what I'm saying and it's cool if that works for you but that's not the case with everybody. everybody like I feel like one of the best examples that I have is my mama like my mama tell you I never want to work for myself I always want to have an employer I'm I'm not with it like I remember being in elementary school, and you know how you go around and sell chocolate for fundraisers or whatever. She wouldn't do it. She would just buy the chocolate and give me the money and whatever else because she was just like, I don't, I don't have any hustle in me. I, that's that's not my thing, or whatever. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. You need people like that in life. Everybody doesn't have to do what you do, and it doesn't make them a bad person. That's you know, one of the most frustrating things that I see online is that it's great that you're motivated to be an entrepreneur and you want to do it yourself and whatever else but everybody don't have to be on that same type of way oh well, why would you want to wake up and get make somebody else a millionaire blah, blah, blah. again define your own terms of success you know because it's a lot of things that people don't really talk about because it's like it's not a entrepreneurship health plan retirement plan or nothing like that you know what I'm saying you have to be proactive in that own in your own way. Yeah, you got to really know what the fuck is. It's a lot of headaches that I feel like I had to endure my first couple of years of being an entrepreneur, especially with taxes. I didn't mm-hmm. understand that, bitch, you need to be saving some of these rats <laughs> so you could pay Uncle Sam his fucking money. Um, you know, and I, I, I had to not even... It's, I don't feel like I learned the hard way, but you know, it was a process or whatever. And so that's why I'm so happy to, to coach and share knowledge. So if I can help someone avoid some of the pitfalls and, you know, roadblocks that I went through, I'm all here for it. Plug. That's me getting my Matthew nose on real quick. But <laughs> <laughs> Like it's tough. Like, but for me, it was all worth it. Um, and I'm definitely, satisfied with how my story you know developed and it's still developing and growing and whatever else but entrepreneurship like I didn't see it in my life like I kind of was pushed into it because I wanted more than anything to kind of be 
<laughs> in corporate America, that <laughs> probably sounds fucking hilarious to people who know me or whatever. But like, you know, I wanted to work my way up. I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do, but I just know that I wanted to be in a corporate environment. So see how that shit turned out. I'm sitting here in my pajamas and no bra, but I'm happy. <laughs> So there you go. You want to make God laugh, tell him your life plans. And I definitely, none of the shit that I wanted to, to happen, happened. And I'm glad it didn't. So that's us having a CDJ moment. <laughs> we give y'all this every episode, I feel like. It is what it is. What a time to be alive. What a time. <laughs> anyway. Since we kind of being draining, we should talk about being Mary Jane. Um, Being Robin Givens. (laughs) Being very draining is back for its third season. I watched the first episode, didn't watch the second one yet. So don't tell me. But the first episode was hilarious. Margaret Avery, a.k.a. Sugar Avery, whatever. Stole the show. Her and Loretta Devine. (laughs) I'm going up for them. <laughs> Loretta Devine was like getting everybody the entire fuck out of here. <laughs> Colors read. I was dead. <laughs> you got your black, you got your age, you got whatever the fuck she is. <laughs> that was a 2005 Cadillac paid off. <laughs> she kept putting emphasis on paid, paid. I'm like, yes, girl. I'm, I'm the same way. Her. I hope she's a regular. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll never get running into her at LAX. Not really with Starstruck. Because she was fly. It was like first thing in the morning. And she had her little jacket on with some polka dots. And her carry-on had polka. It was like polka dots too. She was matching and shit. I was like, go ahead. You shocked? See, you shocked? I'm mad. Because I ran into <laughs> Jennifer Lewis at the bar. And she was drunk. So I feel like... <laughs> And she's talking I about run into sh- all my faves at Elliot. I ran into see- Hogan before he started calling people niggas. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you did see the second episode. Well, I'm just going to ruin, I'm not going to ruin a part, but it's like they, you know, how they have to get a substitute for Mary Jane. I guess that was in the first episode. And she asked, she had asked him to get somebody ugly. In my mind, I was like, oh my God, they finna get Indy Irie to be the news anchor. I felt so bad. <sighs> Cause she was like, find the most fugliest girl you can. I hope Shay Moist's Twitter come and attack your mentions and say the fuck out of mine. I don't give with a you fuck. and your India Ari obsession. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's what y'all don't understand. My what did India Ari ever do to you? Be ugly. It's not even that. That she forces her. She she's like aggressively. How can I put this in words? She wants you to accept the fact that she's ugly, but not on your terms. On you're so mean. (laughs) Why would you say this about that woman? She do like her whole career is built around. I'm not (gasps) aesthetically pretty, and you're just gonna have to fucking deal with it. Otherwise, you're a bad person. Girl, good day. You're such the villain. You make my job, my role, so much easier with this. That's fine. What a time to be alive. Deep inside, I know you're a monster too. 
Diary. I just say my mean get shit. Get wind on of your air. comments. Let's be honest. Gonna, I just no. She gonna get wind of what the fuck you saying, and she gonna write you an open letter on Tumblr, and just get prepared for that. And I'm gonna gladly seem her a, a Mimi, um, a fucking Mimi, a Nini leaks meme. No one cares, bitch. Buy wig, buy. I don't care. <laughs> you know that woman ain't got no wig on. She ah uh, natural. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Empire. Oh man. I mm, I can't really get into it. I didn't watch the episode last night, so <laughs> I don't know. I I'm waiting for Hakeem to drop a drip drop. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Not that now that Neo's on the producing squad, it ain't gonna happen. <sighs> well, we still got snitch bitch. Do we still have snitch bitch? That came and went. <laughs> we got snitch bitch, and we got Becky's wardrobe. Cookie sing, cause Taraji B Henson can sing. The fuck she can? Do you not remember her performing at the Oscars with Three Six Mafia? I it's do. It's hard out here for. And I know this is like a <laughs> pop up video fact, but like she had a record deal and had like a song with Mary J. Blige. Why the fuck do you know this? Hold on, hold on. Why do you know this? This is like recent. You, this is like when Crispy Chicken came out. Like Tarasi P. Henson is on that album. Doing what? Rapping. But she had a whole ass record deal. Like Man, I know I'm just I about to sit here and scroll through my phone. You can have this conversation with yourself because between her and Sonal Lathan going in the booth, like I'm not here for it. Where's our studio time? I ain't got nothing to say about this. You didn't know that. Why the fuck would I want to? <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even listen to Mary J. Blige album. Last Mary J. Blige album, I really bumped was love and life and i only got that because i had a job working at the navy exchange and i got it on discount <laughs> other than that like no not openly listening to mary j blige nowadays sorry until she does that album about food then i care so she could have Didn't the whole just- ass on there didn't you just go on a whole rant about not making people feel bad about their lane and look what you're doing to me just because I know these facts these flop facts don't make me any less important than anybody else I mean Taraji not a flop I just don't care (laughs) (laughs) then there's that (laughs) excuse the fuck out of me can we talk about Becky fashions (laughs) don't let me go into my Shawnee O'Neal you're excused (laughs) thank you for your Thank services. you. <laughs> oh man, I almost forgot about um basketball wives LA. Uh really don't have any thoughts about it other than why the fuck was Tammy Roman sitting there like she had testicles during the reunion. I thought that was really odd and disturbing. She had on her NBA draft suit <laughs> shifting around like she was adjusting <laughs> her nuts. Like, what is that? No, why did Jackie Christie flash her cootie cat like it was just okay? She sent you with a cootie cat. Sent you with a cootie cat. 
No, no, no. I have my panties. It's okay. Girl, no one cares. It was about just that. Too, it was too it's much. It's stupid for me. without Drea. Even Drea couldn't save that shit. Like, I just really feel like they just need to stick a fork in that shit. It's over and done with. Um, I feel like Shawnee, if you don't want to be called a bitch and whatever else, don't be a cast member. But you can't just throw, you know, that ha ha, I'm the executive producer, you can't talk to me that kind of way, blah, 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 out there, you know, when it's convenient for you. I thought that was whack. Do you remember when Gloria got her to fuck up out of here the second season of The Regular? Yes. <laughs> and she was never heard of again. Uh-uh, they put her on L.A., but I was dead. She was like... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I see you bought that dress and then walked down the aisle. Well, you bought the dress, walked down the aisle, and still got divorced. So who really won bloop, here, bloop, bitch? Bloop, bloop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why they made Basketball Wives L.A. I, see, I, I've just never been connected to the L.A. franchise. I just couldn't get with it. So I kind of pushed Because they're bullies. Like, they legit are bullies. I don't oh, know you're that. calling somebody a bully after your India Aris <laughs> Oh, look at you, the way you go in on Wale and everybody else. Man, fuck Wale. Fuck India Next. Next. <laughs> Man. I'm glad I don't give a fuck about anything because I wouldn't have any jobs ever again at this rate podcast going. <laughs> I feel like there's a place for me somewhere so I just it is it what is. it is it, it is, is what it I is. just I ain't gonna be on no TV one but hey who gives a fuck you probably can be on TV one the thing is like you just gotta know like if you try to make <laughs> buddies in the industry that will be like outwardly your friend <laughs> you know well I'm not going to Essence Fest anytime soon so I'm not making any TV one buddies I'm definitely not going to ever be invited to anything Essence related. I was shitting on Essence for years after they <laughs> cut me out of um, no, they had contacted me to um be a part of this profile that they were doing like way back 2006 or whatever mm-hmm. um, about online blogs or whatever and wanted me to kind of water my shit down and I wasn't having it and so that's why I kind of just was like fuck Essence. I don't really feel like that now but you know for years, I was just like, I don't fuck with y'all. I, I wouldn't cover them at all. I was petty and whatever else. And it wasn't even me being petty. I felt like I had to stand up for myself because I felt like they wanted me to change just so I could be included in a profile. Wasn't feeling that. So, I just wasn't Well, I don't think whatever. Essence is going to have me having a column weekly about my side I mean, I problems. don't give a fuck about so, whoever yeah, right so. about now anyway. So, it is what it is. But, you know... So, so many politics <laughs> connected to everything. Cause you know, people are quick to say on the internet, like, oh, I don't give a fuck about this or that. And they really do. I genuinely I don't. don't give a fuck about anything. And I know you don't. I really don't. It works for I us. just care about future. That's the only person I really, I will drag <laughs> for future. That's it. Because people always are saying like, oh, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't. And they care so much. They care no. about the relationships and the networking and the, upward mobility you know and no. I, I get it but I just I'm not invested in it so like I said I only care about you my mama future and a couple <laughs> of my industry friends them the only people I'm dragging for besides that I don't give a fuck let's go <laughs> right <laughs> you just tickled me 
I like you. You're an okay kid. I'm glad I <laughs> you know I, I kept you around. You. I've been dragging <laughs> you for you for years. You do what? <laughs> you ain't say you dragging me. Dragging for you. Oh, I'm about to say, hold on now. Oh, I ain't finna <laughs> oh, uh, cut off the hand that feeds me. <laughs> um, but For you come up next week, yes, and your player partner and your homeboy gunplay, I'll be clean out of the job. <laughs> nah, man, it's just... Again, going back to that Shawnee O'Neal situation, like I feel like you just can't play both sides, and I can't stand people who do that. I'm not here for it. I'm just not fake. I don't fuck you. I don't fuck you. I don't care. Don't tweet me. Ding, don't. Ding, ding. Don't. I don't care. Can we take a picture? No, we can't, bitch. Because <laughs> I would gladly put in the caption, "Took a picture because they made me." <laughs> Why? <laughs> I take pictures. Tupac cares if don't nobody else care. So I'm here for it. Maybe I just have Christy to approve. cares if no one else cares. Listen, I'm not with that pop up shit. I don't do that <laughs> with family or whatever. I'm definitely not gonna do it with just somebody that's random. I have to approve all my pictures. I need all final say so. Have me out here with a Lauren London eye, Tracy Ellis Ross eye, Forrest Whitaker Wonk eye, eye edition. <laughs> I definitely got a Wonk eye. Depending on how hard I smile or whatever, I, I know my angles and I know what works. I'm not trying to be out here like that. <sighs> every picture that I personally put online on Instagram, whatever, y'all got to understand, please believe it's been chopped and screwed. I ain't got no shame. I'm putting filters. <laughs> I'm retouching in Photoshop. I don't pay Adobe $20 a month for this software just to sit on my MacBook. I put it to work. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm 100 well, everybody else doing it, so. Ain't no natural picture, bitch. Not for me. <laughs> Foundation up. <laughs> Everything. The fuck? I'm honest. <sighs> I'm weak. It is what it is. <laughs> well, who do you have for fuckboy of the week? Uh, my fuckboy of the week is actually you Twitter niggas. <laughs> And that sounds about I mean. right. <laughs> because I really don't even like being on Twitter anymore. Like I can't even enjoy even the simplest things. Y'all y'all are so bored between the minimus dragging females, the females, the feminist dragging men's, the gays dragging the straights. Everybody's a fucking victim. Go out and live your life. <sighs> Every I get on day Twitter. is something fucking stupid. I look on my Today timeline line. and I'm just like, why the fuck y'all crying? Why you always crying? Oh my God, stop fucking crying. And I just get in my mentions. I'm cool. I can stay in my mentions. My mentions are getting draining. It's just like, you can't talk about nothing. I'm just cool. like yesterday. It's like everybody on Facebook is coming over to Twitter and it's annoying. Like they was talking about, <laughs> just like they was talking about it took one man, I'm not eating no coochie that got hair on it. Well, you're gay. No man is going to say no to a pussy with hair on it. Then it just got into this huge ass debacle. Then you throw in Drake's video. Then you throw in old hip hop Twitter. Then you throw in, it's just too much. Get a life. Too much time on your hands. Uh, 
It's draining. Do you know the purpose of Twitter was supposed to be just to tweet your random thoughts? <laughs> That's the whole purpose of Twitter. And to network, it's social. It's a social network. More network, less social. You supposed to go on and get <laughs> dick, get pussy, go find a way, <laughs> find a job, do whatever. Social Y'all media is definitely the plug. Like if you really utilize it the correct way, like you I am not have going to lie. Every industry job I've ever received, I got off of Twitter. I met you off of Twitter. You hey. had put up the, you literally put up the tweet. I'm looking for interns, and I applied. Every relationship I made, I made off of Twitter, and transferred I, over to real life relationships. And I'm talking about like yeah, industry wise. I, I made yeah. a great amount of the relationships I have as far as like entertainment and music on Twitter because it was um. You know, it's always a blessing to find someone who enjoys your 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 site and you know whatever it is that you have to offer yeah. online or whatever. And so that's how the conversation would begin. A lot of times, it's like, "Oh, I like your site; it's funny" or whatever. And a lot of times, for me, in my case, at least, it would be like people who liked the site and was big fans, but they couldn't openly say it because they know I was always talking shit about people they were working for. Or doing whatever exactly. with. So they would kind of hit me up on a low or whatever. And, um, you know, just building relationships off of that. But being someone from the middle of Buttfuck, Georgia, and not having any prior connections to anybody. Like, I didn't have an internship at a radio station or at a magazine or anything else. And I was really from nowhere. And I didn't have anybody. I didn't know anybody coming in. And looking back at all of the great relationships that I made, a lot of them were established on social media and Twitter being it. Um, because it really is one of those platforms where people can get to know you if you kinda allow that to happen, if you're open and whatever else, and they can really feel like they know you and feel a bond, you know, kinda with you or whatever, which is cool. And you know, it, it just opens up the door for conversations to happen. And a lot of times, all it takes is you kind of just saying, like, oh, I'm a fan of such and such, or I like your site, or I like that article you did, or I like this song, or... Just show you know, I see what you're doing people remember dope. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it opens up doors or whatever. Or even you just jumping online and saying, like, oh, it would be dope to work for X, Y, and Z, or to write for this site, or whatever the case may be. You'll be surprised at how many people really would take that into account and may reach out to you or whatever like i remember jokingly saying like hey i would love to work for this one rapper it ended up you know being a part of the walking um for the label because somebody said hey hey you know they're actually looking for somebody you should hit up such and such and i knew such and such through twitter and so you know it wasn't an awkward situation at all and that's happened a couple of times myself like a lot of another thing like people just kind of knew me for blogging and kind of doing things like that but they didn't know like all of the work I was doing behind the scenes working for labels doing Mm -hmm. other things or whatever and I made the majority of those connections on Twitter and it's like Twitter is a great way to show your personality if you're trying to build a brand around because like now when I apply like I don't really apply for I'm really blessed. Like if I want to write for someone, I can really just because I have the podcast and because I built my brand on my tweets, 
they already know my personality and my voice because like the la- like I got featured on Noisy and when I hit them up they was like we already know who you are you good. we already know like so like yeah so it's like the last couple of places I've reached out to write they was just like well, we followed you on Twitter we know your voice we know your humor and like you're good you don't have the to tricky- go ahead <sighs> I was going to say, the tricky thing about all of that is, too, though, and what I really want people to be really conscious and aware of is use your social media as a way to wet people's palate for what right. else you have Don't to get offer. It all and, the then, way. and then utilize your own platform, so your own site or your own Tumblr or your own whatever it is that you do to, you know... um showcase all of your talents and things like that you don't want to become one of those people who just sit on twitter and give out content and material that somebody else is going to capitalize off of and that's going to reap the benefits i mean unless you're just like a dope ass person and you don't mind and eh, you're not going to do anything with it anyway and whatever else cool if you want to sit online and give away your million dollar ideas, you go right ahead. But for everybody else who is looking for a way into whatever industry or lane that they're trying to break, no, you just, your ass can't sit on Twitter and just give away all of the gold that you have because somebody, and there's plenty of them out there nowadays, is going to see that. And they're going to be having like writer's block and whatever else. Or they're just not creative or they're not funny as you are and whatever else. And they're going to take your shit and run with it. And then mm-hmm. you're going to be stuck looking like, I was just talking about this the other day. So they have turned in the article and getting paid whatever amount of money for your idea. And that's one of the things that I had to pull back with Twitter doing me too like i don't live tweet anymore i don't live tweet either because if i do don't get me wrong it it was definitely a way that i I built my follow wing in the early days or whatever and it served its purpose but i would not do that shit now when i I live tweet it's really some throwaway jokes because it's not it's not my best material but it's enough i know i'm gonna get retweets off of and it's like Anything I'm live tweeting my articles now, cause like I'm trying. That's what I'm doing. But it's a give and take. You experiment, but see all this good you can use social media for. But you want to be fuck boys and fuck bitches <laughs> and talk about stupid shit. No one gives a fuck. You can really utilize social media to your advantage, and really it can change your life. I really feel like I am, like, it's such an example of that. Me you know, too. The power of a tweet and meeting people and and whatever else. That's why I encourage people to you know get involved in the conversations or whatever. But you also got to know when to pull back and to stand on your own platform and do your Sammy Roman and let your nuts hang. Like you can't just get give these bitches everything for free. It doesn't work like that. I mean, unless you really want to. And I ain't about that life. So I need to check for mine. And hopefully exactly. you feel the same way about, you know, what it is you have to offer. But that's got to be one of the most annoying things, you know. And it's not to say that somebody won't go to your site and steal your material and your ideas or whatever. Because they do that too. I've had that happen plenty of times. But, you know, 
hey, I'd rather you, if you coming to steal, you got to come visit my site. And I'm getting some ad impressions off your ass. So I'm still making some money some type of way. But that's just sitting on Twitter, giving out all the gold. Y'all just tweet yourself out of everything. Opportunities, niggas, money. You just, ugh, <laughs> grow up. I like, never I had a love connection on Twitter, but I hear about it. I, I just had plenty. got like I was in like a <laughs> I was in a two and a half year relationship with somebody I met off of Twitter so it's like it happens but it's like I tell people all the time like when people come to me for relationship advice whatever how you portray yourself on social media that's how I perceive how you act in real life so if you're draining on Twitter I'm gonna pre- think that you're draining in real life and I'm gonna have that perception about you like if you're one of them woe is me ass bitches or <laughs> people and you just I'm fat my hair is not long. <laughs> I'm draining. Nobody. I need a man. You should love me for my curves. I know how to cook clean and never smell like onion rings. Again, I'm single. <laughs> you portray that in real life. And nobody wants that. I'm on Twitter. I'm bad bitch. None, I don't care if I'm at home oh, with a God. fucking booger in my nose. Fucking tone. Whatever. Just be hey, more man, smart. I just be on Twitter chilling. Like, I don't use Twitter as a base to look for dick. But, hey, no shots for the rest of y'all out there doing it. No, I'm just saying, it's just a first impression these days. It's the power of the internet. I don't know. I guess I'm older than you, so we look at different shit when considering partners and whatever else. So, I really, I'm not on nobody's social media looking all like that. That's too much fucking work. Um, <laughs> That's one of you young nigga moves, so you got time to do that. Thumbs up, but I don't. I, I don't really, you know. Because I understand that people flex on social media, too. So, it's like, eh, I still kind of go off of what's in front of me face-to-face, you know. And then I maybe after I have whatever kind of introduction with you, I'll take whatever into account as far as social media or whatever. But I've learned to take social media with a grain of salt. I don't really care. But again, I'm 30 and you're like 12. 24. Bye, bitch. 24. (laughs) Your thought process is isn't even that. It's a thought process. But no judgment. I was 24 once. (laughs) I'm fucking with you. (laughs) But yes, complaining ass people. Girl, bye. We ain't got time for you. Go on somewhere. Be a Sierra if you want to. In a world full of futures. (laughs) Do you have anybody want to dedicate this episode to? Yes, listen. I want to dedicate this episode to Jacob, the manager at H&M in St. Louis. Because when I say this nigga got this banshee asshole clean the fuck up out of here, I was dead. So she come up in there and she had a $5.99. No, she had a t-shirt. It was $8.99. And she had put a $5.99 price tag on it. So she goes to the register and the girl was like, well, ma'am, this price tag is wrong. Um, you know, it's a $2 difference. Well, I feel you should just honor it. I mean, it's just $2. She said, exactly. So you can pay the extra $2 if it's just $2. (laughs) Well, can you get your manager involved? So Jacob comes to the register and he, and then the girl was just like, Hey, I suspect that someone, Switch the price tag. So the customer just, are you calling me a fucking thief? Is that where we're going with this? And he was like, whoa, I didn't say nothing. I'm just listening to the story. Calm all that down. 
So then she was just like, well, I'm a boss. I don't need this. Like, it's just two fucking dollars. I can afford all this shit if I really want it. And he was just like, you're not going to cuss at me. And you're not going to cuss at the, my coworker. You you can go. This the most ghettoest ass place anyway. Ain't nobody fucking tripping off of y'all. And he was just like, I ain't going to tell you again. Well, ain't nobody tripping off of your gay ass. So he just snaps. Well, you're the oh. bum bitch arguing over $2. You can get out the store. So she leaves, comes back. Well, I see your faggot ass outside. He said, take it up with the cops, bum bitch, and kicked her out the store again. <laughs> That's right, Jacob. Let them hoes know. Let them hoes know. You Who you finna try? Let that nigga know. Who you finna he try? Had me Run dying. up and get done up. I get with you. That's all he kept saying. I get with you. He <laughs> <laughs> had a Matthew Nose moment. I'll see you outside. Right, and then you know her. She probably tried. This is a Black Lives Matters moment. She nope. Oh. You was in the wrong. Switching them tags. That's so, so over two dollars. Buy Marlo. Buy Jackie O. <laughs> now they just some boosters. They wouldn't even <laughs> do all that. <laughs> I remember my god sister showed me how to switch tags when I was like in sixth grade <laughs> in the fitting room. It's it's fashion, I think. Back when they just had like the basic kind of like paper mm-hmm. in the plastic, and the plastic, and mm-hmm. the little hole in uh, at the top, and she would just switch it out that way or whatever. I was like, wow, you city kids or something else? We ain't doing this. <laughs> I met my coworker at my previous job. She was like, I switch price tags all the time. I stitched on her ass, bitch. I'm not getting fired over you. I ain't loyal to you. I'm loyal to my chick. You ain't finna throw me under the bus. Man, I, I'm not. I, I I just couldn't do it. Like, I guess I don't have it, the finesse that it would require to switch price tags. Like, you know. I, I have gone through self-checkout and forgot to scan like an item. But that was like, an honest mistake. You know. Right. But, Listen, man, I, I steal fonts. I steal ebooks now. <laughs> yeah, I man. I get with some torrents. I will get with right. a torrent. Know me. We all about that life. I definitely will steal some software. That's why I was so mad that I couldn't crack my Photoshop. And I had to end up just subscribing to the service and paying $20 a month. I was just like, oh, I should never deleted this off my MacBook in the first place. I really felt the way. Oh, the because I was from just, Empire going to shut us down. Right. Not about this life. I'm all about the free ski when it comes to certain stuff online. But... Oh, well, can't finesse everybody. And Adobe, damn sure ain't letting it happen. Oh, okay. We they even got hip. Yeah. Like I tried to finesse Hulu. No, I tried to finesse PayPal and fucked up and linked it to a previous um account. You know, like you, like, I think I had used my PayPal. They was like, uh, new email address, but same. Yeah, they was like, <laughs> new email address, but same PayPal, bitch. Try again. <laughs> Adobe is not with the bullshit. They ain't have Mine's cracked. I was gonna say mine's still cracked. Thank the Lord. I don't got twenty dollars a month to get them niggas. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just man, I know I got twenty dollars, but I just don't want to give it to y'all. I'm one of those people. Like, yeah, I got saying. it, but why I, I gotta hand you. it over? Right. And I don't Not even like I know the latest I can get it for free. Adobe. It's too much with the 3D aspects and all that stuff. Yeah. 
I don't need all that. Adobe CC? Mm-mm. <laughs> Adobe Sierra? Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, well, I ain't got nobody I want to dedicate this episode to. Matthew knows hell. I don't know. You got a fuck boy? No. People who get on my nerves. People who ride my ass in traffic and we all go into the same red like That's about so you it. Real life fuckboys. Man, I got a fuckboy with my health last week. That was just horrible. <laughs> Felt like a savage. Aww. But um Now I'm gonna have a fuckboy one of these days. I gotta really think. Like too much shit really don't make me too annoyed. That just Twitter shit. That shit was getting on my nerves. I was like, I can't keep can't even come on here. I can't even come on here and enjoy future tweeting out his subliminal shots at Sierra. (laughs) In between all this bullshit. I guess for me it's just because I don't really look on my timeline too often. And when I do hop on my timeline, I'm just searching for like funny pictures. And so like I'll see something and just retweet, retweet, retweet. Or like I'll look for like you know, go through my list of clients and retweet their articles. I don't get that. Like, see, people I feel like who you I jinx support. me. But like, people really come at me with the bullshit. They be like, what's your opinion on this? I don't care. What's your, why aren't you online? I'm booked. Nah, nah, nah. I be like, leave me alone. I mean, it's and good it, that people care that you aren't around or whatever, so you can't really be no I that. that ain't what I'm saying no like that's fine I'm like you can hit me up anytime like my DM's open you can email me whatever that's not what I'm talking about it's that so and so says so and so do you agree or disagree I don't got time for that he say she say shit cause I get with you in real yeah, life that's annoying. and then we'll have a problem one thing is I like no I'm thug. also one of those people like I understand people try to like defend you or whatever online but Y'all, don't, I don't give a fuck what somebody wrote about whatever we had to say. Don't tell me that shit. You wasting your That's time. That's what pissed me off. Cause I don't. That care. don't even piss me off. I just, I'm just gonna ignore you, because it's like you know why the fuck we doing this. We do it for the people who support us. I don't care what somebody else got to say on iTunes, or SoundCloud, or whatever. Like, I don't give a fizzle, <laughs> my nigga. I don't care. I'm Tyler the creator to the bullshit and y'all hit me with this will I am shit. I don't care. <laughs> but I you know because a lot of people they feel offended, they want to take up and whatever else. And don't bring any bullshit to my attention. And I feel like all that shit. If I read something crazy or whatever about you, I'm not going to be one of those people. Did you see what such and such said? Exactly. I'm not gonna waste my time relaying the message to you with that so please i mean i get i understand it, it all comes from a good place and we definitely appreciate y'all but we don't care we genuinely don't give a fuck Mm-mm. and we don't want y'all to so don't get all mussy and hot underneath <laughs> your collar over a stranger <laughs> like matthew knows that like nigga um how old he said he was like 64 63 why would i care about what a 24 year old is writing about me that's little boy stuff that's all he kept saying and that was the truth like, He's I, like, I don't grown care. man gonna believe no shit. Like, I don't care either. I don't. So, if I didn't have to be is. online building my presence, I wouldn't be online at all. That's not really how I feel. Well, if I come online and I utilize it for what it's worth, then, you know, I love being online. I love Twitter. But, you know, I, I see what you're saying me. with draining people, but that's mm-hmm. why I have my own system with Twitter. 
You got to know and just not to get on that shit. Or just stay in your mentions. Because you can control what conversations that you're having. You can't control everybody being draining on their timeline. But you can control what the fuck you putting out there. So if you're not putting anything draining out there, that's really what you should focus on. That's what I do. So I just hop on there, quote some Gucci man, tweet out a, a funny picture or two, and, you know, support my supporters. And that's it. So, in the words of Kaya, fuck them other hoes, bitches, trolls, trolls no money-making assholes. Assholes. And call it a day. You'll be so much more happier and refreshed. Ah, new money, new money. I'm good. That's why I love Instagram. I just follow nail accounts and just look at pretty figadales all day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, all of our non-draining cousins, you can reach us on Twitter. I am at Freshalina. I am at Sir Ratchetness. And you draining ass people say the fuck away. We don't care. You know what? Our cousins. Here. You go. Our cousins love y'all to death. Here for you. Not here for the annoying ass people. I just can't. <sighs> like, and that's so stupid. Like, if you don't like something, why the fuck would you be listening to it? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> Jokes on you, bitch. Still getting paid. Anyway. <laughs> as always, questions or concerns anything about blogging branding and everything in between you can always reach me at coachmeupfresh at gmail.com or just simply click the link that's in my social media profiles check me out you know fill out the form call at your girl get everything done for you and yes drake is still a bad yellow bitch that's not gonna ever change okay you already know I guess. Well, if you have anything social media related or building your presence on LinkedIn or like developing your online portfolio, even if you're from a college level or ahead, you can hit me up at Christian at thechoselife.com. Also check out thechoselife.com for all your chosen needs from makeup to hair to body to spirit. We offer it all. See, I can't help y'all ask me to come to stuff like that. So go to him. (laughs) Because I ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> I can't help. I can't help you get your hair together. Most of the time, buy a wig. I can't help you get your makeup together. You can do None wig reviews. I could, but I'm not. I'm definitely not cut out for YouTube. So, I'm going to let one of y'all enjoy that lane. <laughs> I don't know. The first thing about editing videos. So See, I know how to do all of that. So if you need help with that, you can also hit me up. So, I just stay in my lane. That's not my ministry. That's my new saying. When something is just not of any relevance to me, that's not my ministry. So it works. It works. But yeah, it's been a, a long podcast as usual. So glad we don't have to answer the Chris in the studio like the rest of our cousins on um, the Live Speaker Network. Aha! Because we'll get with you. Gary <laughs> Crispy coming all up in y'all sessions telling y'all to wrap this shit up. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. Be all up in y'all videos. Ain't that what Suge said? 
then y'all should have been trapping in the closet like us. You can have an Look 18 really hour would. long podcast. See what happens when you are the machine? <laughs> <laughs> no, we fucking with you. We love everybody on the sound. I was about to say the SoundCloud network. No. No. <laughs> we don't. LSN. Now let's talk about. Y'all look out. Real. We appreciate y'all. We can't I can't front. Loudspeaker Network is a machine. They, they is. definitely they, they is definitely self made. Yeah. Y'all the machine. And we appreciate y'all as well as our supporters. We don't have fans, we have supporters. Because it means a lot to us. You take two hours out of your life to listen to us cuss excessively and talk about flops and everything else so <laughs> that's major we appreciate love life. y'all right cause like I said I don't got the body for stripping although I would absolutely love to and I until would love I can strip myself listen I'll be popping pussy all over the south <laughs> you just don't understand I, Ooh, I wish that was my ministry someday <laughs> I mean, it's a lane. I feel like somebody would pay to see me, but uh, it's just the uncles, and I know they ain't gonna tip well. <laughs> You're so and I need needy. To I wouldn't want you to. I don't want you to be like a stand-up stripper, like do stand-up comedy and strip or something. I don't want you to work no. in all your talents. <laughs> Listen, I'll be like trick, tricksy, or whatever tricks from Players Club. <laughs> Fuck all y'all then with a sick dick. Come on, there's some holes in this house. Some holes in this house. <laughs> I'll make $17 during my set. Not going to go out like that. <sighs> Just it put it on your bucket list. Man, fuck no. <laughs> Me picking up Black China ones was enough. Like, I felt like, yes, this isn't my money, but, you know, it was fun stuffing it into the garbage bag. Cause it really was It was like work Like I was really in the club Picking that shit up With the homie Making sure we got all the ones I heard that I'm just like man look at this shit This is two months of blogging Made In like 15 minutes And you ain't even get butt ass naked for this It's some bullshit But hey you can't be mad Cause you know She was good at branding I love her. That's why I love her so much. She's she got a boss. it. Once um Drake name dropped her in that song, she she took <laughs> off with it. And that's exactly what was happening. Like during that time, she made her site and she was building it up like that. And she mm-hmm. was getting her social media and all of that. Like she had like a YouTube channel early too. World Star like, Bunny. She was all that stuff. She was a Tumblr she got girl. It. So hey. Y'all can say what the fuck y'all want to say about the homie, but she did her thing. What's your fucking excuse? No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing, but I'm not. Because people really do hate on her. I'm like, oh, why is she doing this and doing what? Hey, you don't like it? Change something about your own situation. Maybe that may be your reason for hating. Jealousy, <sighs> perhaps. But yeah. Another episode in the books, and it didn't take us 12 months. You're welcome. We getting do it, swish. Just understand, we not coming to this motherfucker every week. But we can get better. 
So as always, we appreciate and love y'all. Holla at us on social media. We love y'all. Talk to me. I talk back. <laughs> you gonna get signed any way you can. I am. I'm just gonna write that. Put that out in the universe. Everything that I wanted to do so far, I have accomplished because I put it out there. So... Like I said, I want a mixtape. If Prima Donna can get the legend trick dead, all right, I'm done. Fine on his own. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. <laughs> Let me just ruin your dream right there. This, no, that's fine. You saying I can't get Trick Daddy on the song? Is what you saying? Oh no, I thought you meant like doing something with Prima Donna. I said if she can, can do it, I can Daddy do it. No, that's what I said. Oh, okay, I thought you know. Yeah, okay. I don't want to shake that bitch. He need the money. Didn't he file for bankruptcy? Um, for child support? Year? Yeah. <sighs> Trick don't love the kids no more. That's a shame. I mean, everybody that files for bankruptcy isn't broke, so maybe I should just fall back on that. But I mean, that's Trick Daddy we talking about, so he is. But anyway, I'm going to let that go. <sighs> okay, bye. <laughs> what an awkward way to end. <laughs> Me feeling sorry for Trick Daddy. We should start a GoFundMe. What's your homeboy on Twitter who always scamming? Now let's go. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Don't put that off of me. Ah, that is not my homeboy. Bye. That is your homeboy. Bye, guys. Oh my God, no. You know that nigga, your partner. Let me shut up before I say too much. All right, y'all. We out. Bye.